What's up, dick weasels? We're here <laughs> for uh, another movie commentary. This time, we're watching a good movie? Yes, we are. We're watching a very, very good movie. All you dick weasels out there in listener land. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they'd enjoy that Starting one. off um, strong. I always try and insult the listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you bunch of useless fuckers. You're not got anything better to do than sit and listen to us dickheads talk about Star Wars. <laughs> well, fuck <yeah>. you. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're uh, we're watching A New Hope. Uh, we're watching on Disney Plus, so I don't know if um, DVD releases have a different time code. Oh, who like, who gives his shit? Like it's just just Disney Plus. Yeah. Do you not have Disney Plus? Yeah. Get Disney Plus, you type bastards. We're corporate shells. <laughs> Watch it, watch yeah. it all. Watch consume exactly. products on Disney Plus, you fuckers. Watch Mulan. Yeah, watch Pay Mulan. For access for Black Widow. Yeah, and Shang Chi and all that other shit yeah. that's coming out. Actually, <laughs> I don't think they're doing premiere for Shang Chi. Are they not? No, I don't think so. Oh fuck. Oh okay. Well, I was going to go to the cinema to see it anyway. So, no, sk- yeah. no skin off my nose. But yeah, get Disney Plus, you fuckers. Does it come out in September for you? It comes out September 3rd, I want to say. Yeah. How come the US got it, like, so much earlier than us? Is it out? Yeah, it's already out. Or maybe it was advanced screenings, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard about, like, advanced screenings and stuff. But, like, the, the one thing I'm pissed about is they did that CinemaCon thing yesterday from yeah. from whenever yeah, this yeah, yeah. was uh, when, whenever this is being recorded. And uh, some lucky bastards got to see the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, really? Yeah, the full thing, so that Ivan and Jason Reitman come out on stage and go, oh, hey, by the way, here's the new Ghostbusters movie that's been delayed for a year and a half. Yeah, that was meant to be out last year, wasn't it? It was uh, summer 2020, yeah. And I was really, yeah. really looking forward to it. I'm still, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm about to burst. Um, it's annoying yeah. the hell out of me because they've released all like the toys and figures and stuff have come yeah. out for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've seen a lot of spoilers from what yeah. happens in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But um, and I still want the figures, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm really, really annoyed that people are getting to see these <laughs> movies like months in advance now. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're gonna hit play. We'll count down for it. We're going to hit play on three, two, one. Play. That's us. 20th Century Fox. Oh, dear. Like, that's the sign that you're watching a quality Star Wars movie, aside from the prequels. Or bad news. Or indeed bad news, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I miss that. Like, they shouldn't have changed that, though. I like the old Lucasfilm logo. Do you know the one that was like golden green sort of color yeah what does it do now silver it's yeah it's that shitty one that you see in the sequel movies where it just kind of like fades in and out again this is the weakest of the original trilogy isn't it you think so yeah i think return i far enjoy return of the jedi i like the start of return of the jedi everything with java's barge see i i like the start and i like the end and it meanders in the middle a little bit but no, I enjoy this one for what it is. Like, obviously, everyone says yeah. Empire is the best, but with a New Hope, this is the one for me that just screams everything that's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a western. It's supposed to be, you know, like um, medieval yeah. fantasy. Uh, it's supposed to be like the the whole space western thing that you're seeing influences in today with the likes of Mandalorian. 
it all stems from this. Like I love the and, the just even the the, the storyline itself is. I can see why people would regard it as the weakest because it is quite basic. But the, you yeah. can't argue with the fact that the story structure is perfect. Yeah, of course. Hero's journey. Yeah, it's just it's cut and paste. It's it's absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's something about I don't know what it is about this that I just enjoy slightly less than. I think it it it's a bit long like it's not actually that long but it feels like it goes longer than it actually does yeah there's a lot of like well i will say this like there, there are some pacing issues in that with it but i i think it's more the overexposure is the key problem here yeah it's just the fact that like everyone knows the story even if they haven't seen the movie they know the story and speaking yeah. of which though imagine this shit sitting in the cinema in 1977 yep. and this happening probably the greatest opening to a film this has never been done before it it almost reminds me of joe you know the old stock footage you see of whenever cinemas became a thing or whenever tv shows yeah. became a thing and the yeah. train coming right at the camera and everyone was yeah, getting yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. out of the way going like oh my god <laughs> this train about to burst through the wall holy shit but yeah like even just this it's the simplicity in the storytelling and this is what happens when you say to george lucas the brilliant undying word no no, George, <laughs> we're not doing that. Shut the fuck up. It's way too expensive. But you get creative I... choices like this sort of stuff. And like immediately from the start, you yeah. get the impression, Rebels, little tiny spaceship, bad guys, big fuck off spaceship. So you know already they're outmatched. When we did um, the Attack of the Clones, you said, uh, you mentioned the Red Letter Media reviews, the Mr. Yeah. Blinkett ones. And I hadn't seen them, but I've watched them since then. Oh, what do you make of them? Like fucking... Um, they're pretty funny, obviously, and I don't doubt that he's right in that George Lucas had absolutely nothing to do with this opening. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Because the, the whole original story with this was that he wrote a big fuck-off storyline called yeah. The Star Wars from the Journal of the Wells or some shit like that. Yeah. And just every studio... Yeah, Luke Starkiller, all this shit. Every studio looked at it and went, fuck off. We're not yeah. making this. This is way too expensive. It's the same thing with, like, I was talking about Ghostbusters at the start of this, but it's the same thing with Ghostbusters, because Dan Aykroyd and George Lucas, great guys, lots of imagination, lots of talent, mental as batshit fuck. <laughs> Just crazy bastards, right? Because Dan Aykroyd wanted the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that appears at the end of Ghostbusters to appear in the first 15 minutes of his version. They really? would be traveling through dimensions, Doctor Strange-style they would be they, they, their their proton packs wouldn't be these big badass guns. They would be like these little wands that like click out from the wrists, and they would fire them like Spider Man in order to catch ghosts. And every studio looked at this and went, "You're fucking mental. There's no way we're doing this." And because he had to take it back to formula, he had to rejig it all again. It eventually ended up becoming the movie that it is now. And I like that. I like that. Uh, like out of desperation and out of obstacles creativity is born so it's the same thing with ghostbusters it's exactly the same thing with this movie yeah i think the more amazing thing with this is though is that it was still that original story up until they started editing it yeah it was like the, there's the famous um what the fuck do you call him dex isn't it is um his friend so there's the famous deleted scene of him 
when he goes to the Toshi station to get some power yeah, converters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like, what the fuck is this? This this is uh, American graffiti in space. Like, this yeah. is not Star Wars. But it all just... Toshi station to get some power converters. <laughs> no, I'm going down to the... I'm going down to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters. I love the Family Guy line where he says that and it turns out that the Tashi station is a strip club and the power converters are like a team oh, of female right. strippers. That's I was true. like, yeah, that makes fucking sense. And again, another thing here too, Darth Vader, Dave Price, who my mom, every time she walked past my bedroom and this was on, which was often, she would go, oh, um, yeah, I see your man in the big suit there, the big black suit. He was the Green Cross code man in the 70s. Your, bro- <laughs> your brothers used to watch him on the TV. And I'd be like, I, I know, I know. You've said this a million times. Like, I'm, I'm going to go, never mind you, Diane. I'm going to go to my grave with that story etched inside my skull. Because you keep you talking about it. You have it on it. tombstone. I, I could have it on the back. There's enough shit that's going to be on the front. Like, but... <laughs> They're going to have a little bell, you know, like a little plague bell. <laughs> They're going to have that on my grave. <laughs> it's just like no he was faking this whole time he was just really drunk ding ding but yeah um, <laughs> yeah like uh, again another thing I love that's just so batshit about this movie is with Dave Price as Darth Vader it, like obviously everyone's seen it but him doing like tear this ship apart till you phone those yeah, plans yeah, yeah. bring me the prisoners I want them alive it's like he genuinely thought God rest yeah. him God love his soul right but he really thought that's what they were going to use in this movie. <laughs> a man from the West Some Country. Farmer accent, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Like I can't believe it. Like Now, all fairness to Dave Price, of course, Green Cross Code Man, Darth Vader, and also the man that trained Christopher Reeve to become Superman. So, like, that's fair, right. Like, fair fucks to the guy. He's, he's got a hell of a legacy as well. I've also met um, Brian Moore as well. He's the guy that did the sculpt for the Vader helmet. All right. For uh, for this one, because like, if you look at the Vader mask in this movie, you'll see it's it, it's really handmade. It's 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 not symmetrical. Covered in fingerprints. Covered in, <laughs> fingerprints, covered in goo, yeah. Like, look at the fucking yeah. state of this thing. Like, especially on I Disney like the, Plus as well. I, I like the the red of the eyes the goggles though yeah there's a hell of a lot more menace to them in in this movie is because again it it all just stems from what do we have lying around what can we build what can we form you know because it was it was all quite rudimentary how all this shit came together well and it's the same with the stormtroopers every single suit is different (laughs) yeah i i'm actually talking about stormtroopers did you ever have the impression that they were robots when you were a kid um no i don't think so because i think it may have just been me but for some reason i think it's because they all looked the same and i was too young to understand you know what uniforms were or anything like that so i always got the impression oh they're robot men in suits because because they reminded me the way the joints moved and stuff they reminded me a lot of c-3po so I was always like, oh they're they're like little evil bad guy droids and then i realized oh shit no they're soldiers (laughs) If they were robots, they'd have better aim. Or would they, though? <laughs> uh, because we still need the plot well, to happen. That's true. They, I reckon they would have wanted to die when they were shooting this in Tunisia. Oh, fuck yeah. No, that, see, that's one good thing, though, because Anthony Daniels is a 
fucking dickhead. So I'm just enjoying the fact. <laughs> I'm just enjoying yeah. the fact that he's baking to death in this suit in the middle of the desert. Although Kenny Baker, yeah, actually... like he's he's currently locked inside a little thing of baked beans there at the minute. So I'm sure he's getting it worse. <laughs> I thought you meant currently as in right now and thinking he's dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what they buried him in. <laughs> they were just like, he, he won't fit in the tent. Chum him. Just put him in the chummer. Chum him to bits. Stick him in it. Oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace. I actually almost met Peter Mayhew several years ago. Oh, really? I was at a um, convention and... I'd met Peter Cullen, who obviously did the voice of Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. And, but Peter Mayhew was also there, and he was walking past as I was speaking to Mr. Cullen. So I saw him, but I didn't speak to him. Oh, uh, yeah. I, th- I, I kind of have a similar story, because I went to uh, Celebration Europe 2 in Germany a couple oh, of years back. Well, I, been fun. I say a couple of years back. It was, what, like eight years ago now? But um, saw Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Peter Mayhew, Ian McDermott, of course, Anthony, I'm at fucking everything, Daniels. Um, not sure if, not sure if Kenny Baker was there, but um, uh, Warwick Davis was, was definitely there because he did all the, the hosting duties and that sort of thing. Um, and the one thing I took away from Peter Mayhew was the fact that his walking stick was fucking incredible because it was actually designed like a lightsaber. Was it? Yeah, so like the the hilt is the part that he held on to, and then the actual body of it was the blue blade. And I was like, oh, I, okay, I I want to cool. ask him, can I borrow his walking stick just so I can <laughs> fling it about? <laughs> no Harrison Ford there. Oh hell no! Like he's he's much better <laughs> than than all this crap, you know. I remember I read something, and I think it was a fake interview, and the interviewer asked him what Han Solo's favorite color is, and he said, I have no fucking idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, didn't Harrison Ford coin one of my all-time favorite movie quotes, um, or or quotes in general, whenever he was making this movie, where he said, like, you can write this shit, but you can't say it? Yeah. I was like, that was him. I love that. That that's my one fucking go to line. If I'm in anyone's fan film or if I'm filming something myself, and I fuck yeah. up the line and they give me shit for it, I'm like, hey, you can write this shit, but you can't fucking say it. <laughs> you would have thought George Lucas would have learned from that for the prequels. Nah, sure, fuck it. He was um, high on cocaine and bitches by that point. Like he didn't give a fuck. He was riding that you know- sweet Star Wars money train. Like he didn't give a shit. Is it just me, or I assume you watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I did. Did the dialogue? Did a lot of the dialogue in that seem really weird? What you like truncated as fuck? You, like chunky and like words didn't flow together properly. Well, see, that's what happens whenever you cut an entire major subplot out of your fucking sex park Disney Plus show. <laughs> True. So like, COVID was a big part of it. Like the the more that I look at it, the like especially as the episodes went on, I was like, oh, there's an obvious edit. Ah, oh, there's an obvious yeah. edit, which in a way lovely ties back to this because there's a lot of fucking shit that they've changed in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see that when we're, once we get to most Eisley. Yeah, well, for the first part, but we, we've already seen it when R two D two was hiding. There was like rocks and shit in front of him. That was like, how did he get behind there? Oh yeah, <laughs> see what I mean? Like the CGI rock. They, they've just changed so much shit for no fucking reason. This is all different yeah. too, isn't it? With um, yeah. 
the I forget the name of the vehicle, but it's whatever the fuck Sand the Jaw was. Sandcrawler, yeah, that the Jawas drive. It was great seeing this again in the Mandalorian. What a fucking perfect action sequence that was too. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Just and him trying to also, scale it. We saw the skeleton of a crate dragon earlier as well, which they brought into the first episode of season two. Yeah, but which apparently now has been retconned. That's a baby crate crate dragon. I thought there were two different types. One was big and one was little. I I just got from it that the one that they walked past the skeleton was just like a little baby one, and then the one that they fight in Mandalorian, that's like a big fuck off old properly mature yeah. adult one some great action sequences in that as well like i can't believe it like we've reached the stage now where tv is beating movies i think it's the length they're all able to get away with a lot more well if i had a penny for every time i heard that <laughs> i'd have four pounds yeah but it also has to be nice and round <laughs> it also Does has it? to be nice and round but <laughs> It's not the no, size, it's like how it. you use it. <laughs> I don't like a straight story either. I like a story with lots of curves and bends in it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with curves and bends, alright? <laughs> but twists and turns, that's a no-go. No, 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 definitely not. That's uh, <laughs> that's horrifically painful. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another thing that gay, I love right? about... Oh, they're so gay. But yeah... <laughs> <laughs> They're they're they're, they're flaming robo sexuals, but <laughs> but again that's Look, he's trying thing. to get was it? It looked like he was trying to get Ardu to suck. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking? Um, it was a guy that is a dickhead now, like he, he ended up being a wife beater or some shit like that. Oh. But um, he did a, a like a TV special about Star Wars, about bringing back Star Wars and bringing back the original mm-hmm. cast together. And he has an interview with mm. Anthony Fuck Off Daniels, right? Of course he does. And he says, like, oh, when I was a kid, I loved Star Wars. I collected all the original little trading cards. And there's a trading card that looks like Anthony Daniels, or looks like C-3PO, has a dick. <laughs> and, 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 but, like, not just a dick, but a full-on raging erection that's about to bash <laughs> R2-D2 over the Jeez. head, right? Bash him right in the dome. So he shows the camera the picture, and it really does look like C-3PO has a little golden dick extension coming out of the cod piece and he he basically he when he was interviewing anthony daniels he was saying like look i i don't know if you know about this but i want to show this to you and anthony daniels goes i'm not signing it i'm not signing it and it's like no no i, yeah. I didn't want you to sign it i wanted you to know did you know this and he was like no 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 c3po never had a penis i was like oh is that why he's so fucking wind up <laughs> what a cockhead what a cock in general i suppose yeah oh, <laughs> He was on Australian TV a couple of months ago. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I think because they filmed part of the prequels here in Sydney. Yeah. But but why now? <laughs> it's because uh, it was it's over. It's twenty years. Actually, no. It's twenty years next year since Attack of the Clones came out. Jesus. Yeah, I got no idea. Jesus Christ! Talk about feeling <laughs> fucking old. Yeah. 20 years since episode 2 came out I remember yeah. being a, like a, a young innocent fellow of 12 frolicking in meadows with my lightsaber I remember not being born what year were you born? 2003, the year after fuck Jesus man so I've got 13 years on you 
Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You're old enough to be my parent. I, I am old enough to be your parent, yeah, because like, there's, there's kids now like accidentally getting girls pregnant at like age 11. It's so I, fucked up. I went to school with a 15-year-old that got pregnant. I think we all did, to be fair. Because I, yeah. whenever I was in school, like I remember there was there was a girl that I kind of had a, a thing for. And one day in class, I turned around and she wasn't there. And I was like, what happened to that? Let's call her Rachel. What, what, what happened to Rachel? Oh, she's on maternity leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. The shitty, the shitty thing was the school told her to leave, uh, which is like... What, told her to leave? I said, and don't come back? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They didn't want their reputation tarnished or whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah, too late, dipshits. You, you fired and expected... Yeah. You, you, well, not fired, but you uh, expelled... <laughs> yeah, you expelled an expectant mother. Fuck, I've been out of the school system too long. See, that that's what happens. Whenever you're in school, yes. you're taught all this lingo. And then whenever you get a job, <laughs> it's the same definitions, yeah. but different word usage. If I was getting paid to go to school, I would have been a lot happier. Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, like, I would have been getting <laughs> fucking promotions, left, right, and center. You know, you, <laughs> and you... I actually enjoyed school. See, I I did for the most part, but I just didn't get on with teachers at all. Aside from one, See... who was a technology teacher, who loved the fuck <laughs> out of Star Wars. So, <laughs> so oh, again, right. keeping it all connected, you see, listeners? We're not just yeah. warbling on about shit. See... I was pretty much the same. All the teachers I got along with, it was because of pop culture stuff. Yeah. See, uh, like my son. I really think that I was born at the wrong time. Like, had I been born 10 years earlier, I think things would have been different for me. I think had I been born 10 years later or around your age group, I think things would have been very different for me. Because one thing, my Asperger's would have got noticed right away. Um, and also a lot of like teachers seem to be a lot younger and and into more science fiction and media and that sort of thing yeah so i think i would have related to them a lot better but i just uh, i fell in this really weird cultural gap where no yeah. no two people like the same things except for sport everyone fucking loved sport but apart from that like if you didn't like sport and you liked ghostbusters or back to the future or doctor who or fucking star wars or whatever you were known as an outcast that had to get the shit kicked out of you yeah. every five minutes. And now it's trendy. Yeah. Now it's the, it's the coolest fucking thing. I was doing a podcast with a guy that I went to school with last... Yeah, it would have been last year. And he mentioned, like, he, he recently saw one of the bullies that used to try anyway to kick the shit out of us. Like, there was there was one day where I'd had enough and I beat the fuck out of him. And, and we were left alone after that. But there was... Um, like he saw him recently and he was wearing a t-shirt that said something like uh marvel or batman or something like that and it was like fuck off yeah, see exactly. like when we were kids like if we even mentioned batman he'd go oh you two are gay for each other ha <laughs> what? ha what's your batman you big queers ha ha and i was like that doesn't yeah. make sense but yeah and i was just like and what, do you know what the, the thing is? The thing that started the final fucking fuck you battle with him was we came into school one day and we were laughing about Robot Wars or fucking something. And again, it was the usual. Ha, you two are gay with each other. Ha ha. And I turned around, looked him straight in the eye and said, I'll be nice. And that just triggered the fuck out of him. So I think we've, 
we've got someone that's so far back in the closet he's fucking having sex yeah. with Mr. Tumnus, you know, like that's <laughs> that, that, that's how far back in the closet this guy was. So like it, whatever it was just snapped him and he was like how dare you use gayness against me? <laughs> Bang! Right. So that was our big final fuck you battle where I was like, yeah, I've, I've, I've clearly proven that I can beat the shit out of you. Can you leave us the fuck yeah. alone? And that was kind of the end of it. But yeah, like... It sounded um, like... <laughs> it sounded like he only had one insult and it wasn't even really an insult. No, it wasn't. Because like we were kind <laughs> of... We were, we were long past that 90s stage of ha, gay, lol... And yeah. we were kind of more into the stage of, yeah, gay people gay. and yeah, and, and what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there's a point that you're making, but I cease to see what it is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Star Wars, right? <laughs> see, yeah, yeah. Even when I like, as a small child between five and ten, I th- I was born in just the right time where it was still nerdy to like star wars and stuff but then as soon as high school came around it was like oh, oh you were a fucking stud muffin i'm sure by the time you got to high school nope <laughs> <laughs> just like oh god tell me about going to the toshi station to pick up some parking <laughs> breakers <laughs> Do you know, fun fact, actually, talking about nerdy shit, if you sing anything into, you know, like a, uh, like a audio software thing, if you sing anything into it, so you can literally go, hello, my name is Steven and I'm singing, tra-la-la. Like, if you sing that into an editing uh, audio software and p- play it backwards, sounds exactly like Elvish from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm not, e- not. I'm not even joking because um, it, it all stemmed from we were doing this stupid challenge thing. Me and Anthony were one night. We were just bored watching TV and we were like, um, what's our what's our name backwards? So Anthony's name backward is Inir Muthna and my <laughs> and my name backwards is Halakan Navitz. <laughs> and we memorized this shit. <laughs> But um, eventually I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to play with this editing software shit here and just see what it does. So I just hit record and I was like, I'm singing a song, do, 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 singing a song, tra la la. And I played it backward and it was like, Iam nir kumta binori damano. And I was like, that's fucking Lord of the Rings. Holy shit. It's either Elvish or Hebrew. It's It's both. <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried to learn Elvis for a little bit. I'm I'm not shocked by this fact. Yeah, it didn't work out. See, there's there's not really any like because everyone expects me to go, like to go. Oh yes, I've learned High Gallifreyan and I can write the language of the <laughs> Time Lords. And it's like, man, it's fucking circles. It's just, exactly. <laughs> it's just like you don't need a pen to write it. You need a fucking spirograph, you know. It'd be cool to piss it into the snow, though. It would be a hell of a talent. I think they'd have to start a fucking Olympic <laughs> sport with that. And uh, now, why Ga- didn't they Gallifrey urinations? <laughs> How come at the Rio Olympics they didn't have waxing as a sport? <laughs> 
Yeah, because the Brazilians would probably won it. Oh, that's true. They turn into skeletons. Yeah. They've already started. <laughs> like, do you all see how young they were at the end of episode three? What the fuck happened? That's right. This is only 19 years between this and then. Oh, my God. That desert has not done any wonders for your fucking complexion there. No. I mean, look at Ewan McGregor. He turned into fucking Alec Guinness. I don't know. I, I hope they mentioned that. I hope they mention that in the Kenobi series. So I, Are they going to mention the mole? Mate, you look rough as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I know. I um, I, I, I did some Jedi magic bollocks and uh, made my mole disappear, but it's aged me horribly. <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> uh, Do you think Hamill is an underrated actor? Um... Eh. <laughs> I think he's an alright actor. Do you think he's a better voice actor? Yeah, he's definitely a better voice actor yeah. because... I, I don't know. Because he hasn't really been given much of a chance to do anything serious. Because anytime you see him live action, he's either playing Cockknocker in a Jay and Silent Bob movie or he's playing... Um, what the fuck? What did he play? Did he play the um, Clock King or something in Flash? Uh, the jester. The jester, yeah. Like whoever he played in Flash, um, again he. Oh, the trickster. Oh, the trickster. Yeah, like he's he's very over the top and very sort of yeah. kooky and zany and that sort of thing. So I don't know. Like he's he hasn't been given the same sort of opportunities that Harrison Ford's been given to prove himself as a serious dramatic actor. Because like even in this, yeah, he's he's believable enough, but he is a whiny little fucker in this one. <laughs> you know, like he, he's very he's no Kylo Ren. No, no, no. He's no Kylo Ren, but he's just very like, oh, but I have to go out and look for R two yeah. now. I feel like I could take on the whole empire myself. <laughs> you know, like, it's just. Like, I know, I know. That's something else. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you nerdy fuckers. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's just an idea. Yeah, you knew it too. I know. Fuck's sake. What the fuck is she making soup in? Um, that is the Soup Maker 9000. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, is it related to the Youngling Slayer 3000? No, that's a lightsaber. That's a different breed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's just basically all their, um, their 70s shit. Like, just go into Argos and stuff and go, buy a load of kettles and food processors and we'll take them all apart, put sellotape on them and glue them all back together again. That'll be great. That's, that's futuristic. That touched up. Yeah, all of this is touched up. Like the land speeder specifically. Yeah, the land speeder is definitely touched up because in the original, because I've seen the original um, cut of of the three of these movies, it's just yeah. a mirror. Like they just they just put a mirror underneath it, so yeah. like Which it'll is hide still the wheels. Ingenious. Stuff. It is, yeah, and it looks all right. But in in this, they've obviously went back and CGI'd it properly and yeah. touched it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, like that's. That's one thing. I'm okay with them making changes to this. I'm okay with them adding it, in the CGI and shit as long as yeah. we get the original cut. As long as that's available. Because, like, yeah. you know, like, you buy a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever, and they have, like, theatrical cut and extended cut, and you can yeah. choose between the two. If only they'd done that with Star Wars, where they could go, yeah. okay, do you want to watch the enhanced version? Do you want to watch the original version? So in that way, they get to eat their cake and have it, too. I think the problem with that is that uh, there's like four different versions now. Well, just 
the original one, the first one that came out in cinemas, yes. have that as even as a little DVD extra, or a little Blu-ray extra, or, or even on Disney Plus, because there's I nothing stopping s- them. That would be super confusing with the Jabba the Hutt thing. Well, in the original, that Jabba the Hutt scene wasn't in it. That's a, that's it? no, that's a deleted scene. Oh, okay. And then whenever they started fucking around with it, they um, they put the scene back in. And they were like, "Wait a minute, we made Jabba the Hutt a big um, space worm lizard thing." Um, oh, okay, let's see you over the top of it. But wait a minute, Harrison Ford walks around him at one point. Have him walk over his yeah. tail. And this fucking thing, this shit as well. Oh no, that's where they've added the extra rock, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. like this shit as well. They keep changing what the fuck it is that Alec Guinness does. Because in the original, it sounds Sam. yeah, it sounds more like a trumpet thing. And now it's like this big. I think it's meant to be a crate dragon call. It is, yeah. But they keep changing what the fuck a crate dragon call sounds like. Yeah. Just have him be mental, have him be batshit, and just make him fucking weird noise. And have all the fucking sand people go, oh, yeah. fuck, it's him. Run. It's the old pedophile. <laughs> 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 oh, it'll never not be funny. <laughs> I'd like to take you back to my house and show you some things. <laughs> Which is even funnier considering... <laughs> that Herbert is Obi Wan in oh, the Family Guy ones. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> and then the, when they do the fucking the musical uh, time of my life, <laughs> and I've never felt this way before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the best part of that is when he shoots his lightsaber and it fucking goes... It goes that, and he sees Chris and it gets erect. <laughs> Looks yeah, like you right. came along at the right time. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good old-fashioned pedophilia. <laughs> oh, dear. There's no black people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish R2's subtitles were just like fucking swears. Yeah. No, it's, it's just him going mental, going, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Who are you? Are you going to rape my new master? What is this? <laughs> Why are we in a quarry? Did Obi-Wan, did, do you think he just didn't want to remember that R2 existed or he genuinely forgot that he knew who he uh, was? No, I just think it's really bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, You're probably right. (laughs) No, I think it's um, like if we're really trying to contextualize this, I think it's more the fact that Obi Wan wants to forget everything that happened with the Clone Wars and with Anakin and stuff, and because Anakin is associated with R two, because he met the two of them at around the same time, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like okay, like the protocol droids' mind's been wiped, we'll leave the other droids' mind, (coughs) but. That's it. We're we're scattered off to the, the the most obscure parts of the galaxy ever. We're never gonna see each other again and the kids have to stay in hiding. So whenever he sees R2 and R2 says or well Luke says, Oh well this droid knows you, he's like 
oh shit, oh well, like I don't seem to remember owning a droid because he he technically he never did own R two. Yeah, but it's it's more one of those things where like he's looking at R two going, shut the fuck up, man, you're blowing our cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll talk about that in the show? Probably not, <laughs> but it would be, <laughs> but it would be nice. You know, I, I love you, you. Fucking know for a fact they're gonna do something with this. So like, see see this this hut that he's living in at the moment. That's going yeah. to be faithfully recreated for the Kenobi show, right down to that trunk. Oh. And there'll be a little insert shot, a little blinking you missed thing that all the fanboys will go fucking apeshit for, where he opens the trunk to throw something into it, and there's the lightsaber just sitting there. I think it'll be the opposite. It'll be completely different. And you and McGregor just looks at the camera and shrugs. Yeah. Oh, he just he looks at the camera and goes, too late, we've got your money now, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I I always love the meme when um Luke says to him, "Do you know an Obi Wan Kenobi?" And he's like, "That's a name I haven't heard since I cut off your dad's legs and left him in a volcano." <laughs> <laughs> I left him burning to death. <laughs> uh, they never did explain the whole fucking Obi Wan and Ben thing. I think it was just a name he pulled out of his ass to keep cover. See, like the more I think about it, the more I'm like. Was Obi-Wan supposed to be more of a, a rank? And he was known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. But it, like his, his name was always Ben Kenobi. But whenever he was in the Jedi, they had some sort of ranking system and he reached the rank of Obi-Wan or some shit. I don't fucking know. Nobody else's name changed, though. Because, like... Why the fuck? Yeah, I know nobody else's name changed from the prequels perspective, but I mean, like, from a timeline perspective, from from this movie going forward, was the original idea that I don't know. It just it sticks out to me like a sore thumb because why the fuck would he change his name to Ben Kenobi and not change his name well, to why like? Why wouldn't he change his last name? Yeah, like Ben Schwarzenegger or something. You know, like yeah, like why the fuck? Like how many Kenobis can there be? Oh, I'm going into hiding. Just call me Jeff McCullough from now on. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if Vader went and tracked down his family and fucking destroyed them all. Yeah. Although, like, he's... I don't know, because the prequels really did fuck it. Like, but, like, there's so many fan theories <laughs> out the window. Because, according to the prequels, you're dropped off at the Jedi Academy when you're, like, a sperm cell. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and like you've got a little mini lightsaber toy and a little mini <laughs> ball shooty dart gun thing that you train with and you you learn the force and shit from like your no age. So I take it he doesn't have a family. Like like I, I don't understand not one that he remembers. What the fuck this is cuz they, they turned the Jedi into something that was like that's pretty fucking badass into that's creepy as shit yeah and super immoral <laughs> yeah do you think yoda fucks yoda fucks hard yeah why did why the fuck do you think there was a female yoda <laughs> yaddle yeah why the fuck do you think yaddle's on the jedi fucking academy do you think she got there from studying and learning and practice no she got there by fucking her way to the top <laughs> 
And you know how I know this shit? Because I'm not going to be fucking sexist, not when it comes to Star Wars. There's a lot of highly talented fucking Jedi Masters that are female and all different species and shit. But I'll tell you this. See in fucking episode three when all those Jedi Masters are getting blown to bits. Do we ever see what the fuck happens to Yaddle? No, we fucking don't. Because she wasn't even worth it. I think she died between Attack of the Clones and... Exactly! A dumb, incompetent bitch (laughs) that was only there for Yoda to blow his beans into whenever he was too frustrated. (laughs) And thus came Grogu. Yeah. And again, right, that's fucking why all this shit's gone down. Because Yoda says, or someone fucking says, I don't know, I'm too drunk to remember, but someone (laughs) fucking says, oh, Jedis aren't allowed to love. Or some shit like that. That wasn't love. That was just pure raw fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what that is. That's two frogs humping the Christ out of each other. Hopped <laughs> up on ketamine. Fuck yeah. The only thing that exists in space that exists on Earth, horse tranquilizer. <laughs> like this fucker's just taking a load of fucking ketamine. <laughs> look at the eyes. Like, look, like, that's, that's fucked. Well, that's why um, Peter Cushing is so gone. <clears throat> yeah, and Vader's about to hit it's this. Vader's about to hit the, this fucking guy with a speedball here. What do you say? <laughs> this shit killed Belushi. It'll kill scum like you. <laughs> Look, speedball, activate! <laughs> am, am I having a stroke? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I can't breathe. <laughs> My heart... Oh god! <laughs> this was not worth the high! <laughs> I can't believe that man played Doctor Who. What the fuck? Does it count though? Uh, it does now, after Chris Chibnall fucked the entire canon. Oh, that's right. I haven't watched any of the new series. Don't. Don't you're not missing much, and yeah, they're I wasn't going to. they're leaving after next year anyway. So yeah. the next person that takes over, they'll probably just retcon all that just to be like, oh no, it was all magic and gobbly bollocks. Here's what really happened. I'd probably be fine with just Chibnall leaving. Honestly, I'd like to see Jodie Whittaker with better writing. I've said that myself. Like, I just I think it's a real shame because she never got her big doctor moment. Yeah. She never got the chance to go like, oh, well, this this is me and I'm the Doctor and this is what I do. She, like, for her last two series, she's just been doing really shit impressions of David Tennant and Matt Smith. Yeah. Because, like, she's obviously a good actor. That's been proven in countless other series, but... Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. I think, genuinely, she was either the wrong choice for the Doctor... Or the writing hasn't let her be the doctor. Because, like. I still think that Olivia Coleman was the better option. Um, Olivia Coleman or Sheridan Smith, I would have went for. I think yeah. Sheridan Smith would have made a fucking blinding doctor. But it's just the fact the writing is just dog shit. Yeah. And I, but then I go back and watch, like, tenant stuff sometimes. And a lot of the dialogue and some of the writing isn't particularly great. Yeah, but it's still fun. It's still yeah, schlocky it's and, campy. and that. Yeah, because like me and Anthony are, are still in the process of bashing through series three of Doctor <laughs> Who, and I've noticed looking back on it, there's less shit to make fun of. 
Because like we're we're really trying to do like oh that's so stupid ha 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 ha, but like we just finished the the two parter with uh, the watch you know uh, human nature and the family of blood, with tenant. Oh yeah. And like yeah. literally, there's a point in it where I just have a fucking mental breakdown. I look straight at the camera and I go, <laughs> I can't say anything funny. There's nothing ha like like it's all too good. It is impenetrable is to fucking jokes. But then like someone commented on our stupid bits of series 12 and that video is nearly a fucking hour long of just us like not even doing non sequiturs or anything us just directly yeah. taking the piss out of this series of doctor who and it was like <laughs> wow you know that's that's when shit has gotten bad yeah hey we just missed dr ball md <laughs> obi-wan is a fucking idiot too he said only stormtroopers could be so precise what is he on ketamine <laughs> <laughs> it's the galaxy of ketamine abusers and yoda driving around in a 2002 honda civic i just fucking love that just the c3p on the back is just burning all these bodies like because he has no way of telling that they're still alive or anything like there's probably one there I, honestly like... honestly i can't say i've ever seen that watching this movie before i only just know <laughs> what three people just burning bodies <laughs> yeah like i knew the pyre was there but i never realized he was fucking carrying a body and throws it on there <laughs> yep he's just he's literally just burning the the corpses of creatures oh uh, here we go see i miss shit like this in star wars like that that's why i love yeah. the mandalorian so much just like that big wide establishing shot that and like that big music cue as well oh, oh fuck do you think the mandalorian is too fan servicey sometimes um i i don't think they're the for me too fan servicey would say let's put the bricks on the fucking plot so we can go hey remember this but I, I think he's a Palpatine. Yeah, no, that's just wank. Like, but um, I, I think <laughs> I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with fan service because you yeah. you want people to keep coming back to your product and you want people to go. I remember that that was in the the last one that I watched when I was a boy, and it's in this one, and oh, I'm having a great time. But if that reaches the level where it's overtaking it so new viewers can't come in sit down and go oh uh, this is my first time watching this oh what a fun experience i don't understand what this yeah. means i don't understand what that means yeah. what the fuck is this so i think there's there's a fine enough line and i think the mandalorian rides it just yeah on the side of caution enough have you rewatched endgame since you saw it at the cinema i have yes do you think that's an acceptable level of fan service um I think it's it is to to a degree, it is to yeah. a point where they're rewarding people for watching all these fucking movies since two thousand and eight, and they get to again it's it's eating your cake and, and having it too, where you can tell the story and go okay well we've we've opened up this entire sandbox we can play in yeah. let's go back and play in it so you can have different things set in uh, the original Avengers movie and things set during Thor the Dark World, which they are really fucking trying to make relevant. Yeah. Like, especially with Loki. Like, they're, they're just like, yeah. hey, do you know our shittest movie? Yeah, <laughs> like, th this is actually the linchpin that holds this entire fucking universe together. Uh, I don't know. I think Iron Man 3 is worse. <laughs> oh, you can get a fuck. 
Iron Man 3 is a great Wii movie. It's fine. Dark World is definitely worse. Yeah, Dark World is... The biggest crime that Dark World has is the biggest crime you can have in any type of media, which is that it's boring. There's a lot of it where I'm just like, I'm not interested in this. Stop talking. Do something. And even the, the, the color palette of it is, is terrible. It's just like, yeah. like you look at the way Great. Kenneth Branagh directed the first movie and Asgard's this brilliant, bright, vibrant location. Like the New Mexico deserts are, are, are bright and beautifully lit and very sandy and I'm almost remind you of Tatooine in this movie. But you look at what Alan Taylor does. I could fucking laugh too because Alan Taylor... I don't know if you saw this, like he came out recently and he went, oh, yeah, uh, I, I had that. to take a fucking break because all oh, the yeah. fans destroyed me. And it's like, don't he, make he shit movies. To make movies. Then yeah. don't, <laughs> ma don't make shit movies. Because you made that fucking Thor movie and that was pants. And then you made Terminator garbage fuck. And that was a oh. pile of wank as well. So what the fuck do you expect? Like if you do a bad job, your boss is going to call you out on it. And if you do a shit job at yeah. making movies... The people that want to watch those movies are going to call you out on it. Don't take it That's as a fucking. Shoot you. Yeah, don't take it as a fucking bad thing. Take it as a look. This isn't what we wanted. Can you please learn from this and make something that we do yeah. want to see? But like the the worst part is like Alan Taylor to me. He just he seems like such a yes man. Like I can't I can't quote on it like and I can't comment on it because obviously I'm not involved in the situation. I don't know the man. But from the outside perspective, looking in. He looks like that guy that you get at the 11th hour because his track record proves it. Like, all he yeah. did before he made Thor was a bunch of Game of Thrones episodes and, and mostly stuff for TV. And stuff for TV, for fuck's sake, they let Kevin Smith direct stuff for TV. That tells you how pre-planned and how to a linchpin it is where they can just have yeah. anyone come in and go, okay, say, say the line this way. Okay, set the camera there. Okay, we'll try this, we'll try that. Um... Because it was actually Patty Jenkins that was supposed to direct Thor: The Dark World, and then she went really? on. Yeah, she went on to make Wonder Woman, um, both the good one and the what the fuck one. But <laughs> <laughs> she was supposed to make it. She dropped out at the last second, and they brought Alan Taylor in. So obviously, they had all the storyboards done, everything was all set up and ready to go, and all he had to yeah. do was direct the smaller scenes where it's it's people sitting in a room talking, and. That as a result of that, his name is put on the marquee. It's an Alan Taylor yeah. film. So all the blame goes directly to his door. So, you know, like if, if you want this big opportunity, you've got to play the, the game and you've got to risk it. And in this instance, he risked it and he lost. Yeah. To be fair to Kevin Smith, he is very good at directing Kevin Smith movies. Oh, yeah, he's the best at that. And do you know what? And I, I, I genuinely can't wait for Clerks 3. That's right. They started filming that recently, didn't they? They did, yeah. At long fucking last. It's only taken them, what, when, 16 years? Wasn't he supposed to do Mallrats 2 first? Though? Mallrats 2 is an interesting one because it started off as a sequel. Then it was cancelled. Then it became like a 10-part Netflix series. Then it was cancelled. <laughs> Then it became a movie, and then it was cancelled. And then eventually Kevin Smith was like, fuck it, Clerks 3, and everyone was like, money! And he went, yeah. yay! And he's made some genuinely good films, like Chasing Amy and Dogma. Do you know what? At this point, looking at the track record, I think they were flukes more than they were deliberate. 
Fair enough. <laughs> I think it was just like a, oh shit, <laughs> he actually made a good one. Good on you, Kevin. But I feel the same way about Tarantino. <clears throat> okay. I don't think if if it wasn't if he had to direct something not in a Tarantino style, he would fail miserably. I feel. But then that lands the question: Why do that? Because I isn't there a lot of fucking talk about him directing a Star Trek movie, or there was anyway, and it's yeah, I think he was meant to do three, and it, and it, it was kind of like the reason why I got excited for that wasn't to see a Star Trek movie. The reason I got excited for that was to see Star Trek through the eyes of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. You know, because Tarantino maybe he borrows heavily from the the sixties and seventies B movies and yeah. and schlock and that sort of thing and, and a lot of uh, foreign import movies, and you see that in things like Kill Bill and Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, where shots are designed to look a certain way and things are quite creative and and the dialogue yeah. just sparkles, you know, and I'd love to see that through the lens of Tarantino, and make a Star Trek movie out of that. I wanted to see him direct Moon Knight. That would have been incredible. He would never yeah. do it, but that would be fucking no. incredible. I want to see him do at least something in the MCU. It's never going to happen. <laughs> he's, he's, he's firmly in the Scorsese camp where he's like, this isn't cinema, this is bullshit. Uh, I didn't think he was. I thought he wanted to do one, but I thought it was because he only wanted to do ten films. Yeah, again, that that whole ten films thing, I think, is bullshit too. You reckon? I think so. Yeah. Oh, we're coming up on. Uh, yeah. Macron here here. Was it worth it? <laughs> hey! <laughs> I clapped! I clapped when I heard it. <laughs> oh dear God. Oh dear God! Did they? I it actually went by. It went by too fast. I didn't notice. Like, did they do yeah. the fucking thing where um, Han Solo like awkwardly like, moves his head? I think they do. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's fucking terrible. They have changed that fucking shit so many times. And the reason for it was because George Lucas didn't want him to seem like he was a dick. But that's the. That's literally his arc. Look, the whole point of that fucking scene is to show that Han Solo is a dickhead who got involved with more dickheads and decided to rip said dickheads off. So those dickheads sent a dickhead in order to shoot that dickhead. You know, and and basically that dickhead shot that dickhead before that dickhead could shoot that dickhead. That's that's the whole point of that scene. (laughs) So, like, clearly Greedo had a fucking gun on him. He was gonna kill him. So, yeah. like, Han's well justified to get his gun out and shoot him first. He doesn't need to fucking shoot first. He just needs to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's, so, there's such fucking needlessly complicated bollocks whenever it comes to this movie. Like, honestly, had you just left it alone, it's a charming adventure. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, let's let's start questioning fucking. You know, there's Greedo, oh, he's alive. alive again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, he was fine. Uh, do you did you play the Lego Star Wars games? Yeah, ones? I loved the Lego. Do Star Do you remember Wars games. that dude? That dude. Oh, there's Greedo again. Yeah, 
the the dude with the elephant trunk. It was like a chase thing. Oh god, now you're asking. I think. See, like I I had a great childhood, and then I discovered alcohol. There's, there is two Greedos there. There's three Greedos. There you go. They're fucking everywhere, and there's fucking Boba Fett as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're like fl- they three. They're literally like flies. You can't get rid of them. This CGI looks so bad. This entire scene is just fucking trash. Like it's just, it's so bad. Like again, you don't need it either because like it's introducing the Falcon and everything as well. And yeah. Oh fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! Who they digitally made him move up as who well? Who thought of this shit? Can you? T- like, is there a weird fade thing going on around Harrison Ford? Yeah, because they've had to take him out of the entire scene and put him back in again digitally. Yeah. And they can't marry the two of them together properly. That's right, and they didn't build a physical Falcon. Not a whole one for this. They didn't do it until Empire. No. Which is when they realised it needed an extra leg to actually support its own weight. Do you know what? To be completely honest here, I really think they spend too much ta- too much time on Tatooine. They should have been the yeah, fuck off this planet by now. That's part of my problem with it. Like, because you get the whole urgency. Like, after he meets Obi-Wan, they're like, okay, let's get the pilot, let's get the fuck out of here. And especially after he cuts the guy's arm off in, in the bar. That should have been your call to action moment. That should have been the, yeah. okay, Han, get the fucking Falcon ready. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Go, 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 go. But instead, they're spending too much time with all this shit, with Greedo, with, yeah. uh, and, and that, that whole sequence with Jabba. Get that the fuck out of the movie. <laughs> everything after this goes by pretty briskly but everything before it is really drawn out genuinely not to be that guy but if i was doing an edit of this i would cut from the greedo scene to this yeah just straight to this with the guy going like there's a guy cut a guy's arm off go that way and there we go and that keeps your pacing up it's just it, it it meanders a little bit too long now. I know it's only for a couple of minutes, but it's enough to take the tension away. Yeah. Did you notice Harrison Ford's Lucy Goosey grip? Lucy oh for the, the gun? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost not even holding it. It's almost like he was a carpenter and not an actor. <laughs> <laughs> How old was Harrison Ford whenever he did this? Uh 30s i think so there's time for me yet (laughs) well it was 77 and that was 50 almost no 40-ish years ago 44 years and he's 70 something almost 80 now so yeah he would have been in his 30s Actually, I read somewhere that Harrison Ford rewrote every single line that he had. Um, I doubt it, but, but yeah, probably. Like, not significantly, but to make it make more sense. Yeah, like he had to almost translate it from George Lucas-ease yeah, into English basically. in order to understand what the fuck he wanted. Because <laughs> like, there's a lot George of stuff... Lucas, 
in this where like he'll go he'll say something that's quite an obvious earth human 1970s yeah. colloquialism you know because uh, like he says to like and they left it in to the stupid fucks the bit with that Jabba the Hutt deleted scene he looks at Jabba and says Jabba you're a wonderful human being that's like <laughs> oh. he's not he's a big space slug what this doesn't make sense it kind of just makes it more funny yeah like if you look at it as a, like a degree of sarcasm yeah probably but you know that's not what they were going for there no fucking useless it's like in lord of the rings when the orc says looks like meat's back on the menu boys which both implies that orcs have restaurants and they know what menus are yeah (laughs) (laughs) see it's the same with any of of this shit like you overthink it and it's just it, it all comes tumbling down like a house of cards I saw a quote from Alan Moore, the comic book writer. I think it was him. And Let's be honest, said, it probably was. <laughs> and it was basically talking about how people, like when people become adults and still read comics and whatnot, they need everything answered. So he's like, you know, nobody changes the fucking tires on the Batmobile. They just changed. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's just these horrendous... It's completely inconsequential these horrendous leaps in logic and it's like yeah yeah you do know this isn't real right like not like none of yeah. this matters like oh how, how do they get from this plant to this plant so fast uh hyperspeed how does hyperspeed work yeah. it just does it's like when dc had to explain how when superman lifts a building it doesn't just snap in half and it's because he makes a tiny little force field around it i don't need to know this <laughs> exactly <laughs> But that's the point I'm making. Like, yeah, they didn't. They shouldn't have had needed to explain that. Yeah, like, like it's just such shit. It's like just relax. It's supposed to be fun. He's just wearing slippers in this, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, Cushion was well known for uh, for not really giving too much of a shit like that. Because, because, <laughs> and I mean, you can see why. Like, I would be the same. See, if I was his age and I was asked to be in this space opera gobbly bollocks i'd be the same as him i'd be the same as um as obi-wan there as well i'd be the same as alec guinness where i'd just fucking go are my feet on screen in this scene slippers please (laughs) yeah no i think alec guinness might have been too much of a (coughs) method actor to do that yeah i mean you have to remember this is the guy that was in bridge on the river kwai over kwai yeah and to go from that to have an esteemed career as a stage actor and as a, a ca- yeah and as a character actor as well and to go into this where he's having to talk about the force and alderaan and all this shit like yeah. you've even seen like the amount of interviews he's done where he's like i don't know what the fuck it is i don't know what the fuck i'm saying uh, i think he even said like i only read my lines i, I have no i have no interest in what the fucking plot is what the script is any of it i, I was just I there to do it I saw an interview with him where he said, you know, none of it, none of the dialogue makes sense, but there was something that he couldn't put it down while he was reading it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he kept, I, I'm, I think I'm getting that confused with someone else, but yeah, because he four, probably. probably yeah, <laughs> like he said something where he was like, yeah, I just I had to keep turning the page to see what happened. Yeah, that that makes sense. I. Th- his problem wasn't with the fact that it was Star Wars. It was the fact that it was the only thing he was being remembered for anymore. 
Yeah, that's right. But like, he, he made quite the fucking bankroll off it. So, you know. Oh yeah. Fair play. He went for um, box office profits. Yeah, he did. He got a percentage, percentage gross, yeah. Uh, gross. Yeah. So his estate still continuously makes money <laughs> whenever it's re-released. Yeah, this role is so important. You'll continue to make money <laughs> even after you're dead. <laughs> Honestly, say if someone gave me that fucking opportunity, I'd be like, I don't care if I have to say Hitler was great. I don't care if I have to say I'm going to rape Jesus. I don't care if I have to say some of the worst fucking shit imaginable. I I will take my 30 pieces of silver. Thank you very much. You saying I have to say Hitler was great reminded me of... um. Do you watch 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown? I do, yeah. Reminds me of a clip of um, Miles Jupp and Sean Locke, and <laughs> they start laughing, and Miles says, Sean said that he, he wasn't sure about Hitler. He's on the fence. <laughs> oh, Rest God. in peace, Sean. Rest in peace, Sean. Horrible. Yeah, that, that really was just not the news I needed to hear last week. No. Completely out of the blue. Because um, I don't know if if you knew much of Sean Locke's work outside of Eight Out of Ten Cats, but he, I knew I knew him from QI and some of his stand up. He did a TV show for BBC Three. I think it was BBC Three anyway. Like really early into BBC Three's run, where he wrote his own sitcom, and it is not is that fifteen stories high. Fifteen stories high. Yeah, like yeah. my one of my favorite lines comes out of that, and it's because. Whenever BBC Three first started, the signal wasn't too strong in our area where we live. So the the Freeview box would often corrupt. And the channel that BBC Three was on would merge with Channel 3 or something like that. And whatever happened, there was a cooking show on the other channel that this channel was merging <laughs> with. So the original joke in 15 Stories High goes like this. So he's a lifeguard. And he blows his whistle at a kid in the pool. And the kid in the pool looks up at him and goes, what, what is it, what did I do? And he goes, is that your plaster? And you see like a plaster, you're like a band-aid, like floating in the pool. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And it, like Sean Locke goes, well, eat it! And the kid's like, <laughs> what? Right? Now, don't ask me how this fucking happened. But it gave me like the greatest idea for a joke that is so fucking surreal that I don't think anyone would laugh except for me because I would find it this fucking stupid. But whenever I first saw that scene, Sean Locke blew his whistle and he went, Oi! And the kid goes, What? And he goes, Is that your... And the screen corrupted and I shit you not, it looked like a fried egg was floating in the swimming pool. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah? And Sean Locke goes, Well, eat it! And I was like, did this kid bring a fucking fried egg into a swimming pool? And it's just floating on the water. And he's like, is that your fried egg? Yeah, eat it! That would be genuinely funny. And I was like, I'm writing that down. Like, that's that's going in the bank. Like, that, that has stayed in my head since... I don't know when the fuck oh. BBC Three started. It could have been... Two th no, it wasn't even BBC Three. It was BBC Choice, which was the channel before it... It was rebranded as BBC Three. So you're talking 2001, 2002? Yeah. Maybe as far back as that. So that's been in my head since before you were born, sir. That yeah. That's how long I've had that joke in my head. And it's like, you've been a YouTuber for 11 years now, Stephen. Do you not want to use that joke? Ah, uh, wait, <laughs> wait its turn, wait its turn. 
But I'll tell you what, say, say yes. if I could get access to a swimming pool and I was allowed to put a fried egg into a swimming <laughs> pool, I'd fucking do that joke. To be honest, though, that seems like the kind of joke that he would write. Yeah, yeah. Like, just completely absurd. See, I like that. I like Sean Locke's humour. I like Eddie Izzard as well. Just yeah. anything that's just completely mental out of the box. Because that's where, like, whenever I do the Christmas specials, that's where a lot of the fucking humour comes from. Where it's just all yeah. fucking nonsense. And, like, you get a lot of people watching my stuff going, this guy is legitimately fucking insane. Maybe we should unsubscribe here. <laughs> but, yeah. it, but it is literally just from a point of going... What makes me laugh are things that are physically impossible. Yeah. Things that would never happen in everyday life. And I think the thing that puts Sean Locke above Eddie Izzard for me is that he makes you believe that he actually does that shit. Yeah. Like when he talks about going seal clubbing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> like a trolley dash. <laughs> Or like, um, whenever he talks about like how do he, how does he get his kids to stay in bed? Oh, I have a character called Mister Jangles. <laughs> Mister right. Jangles comes up the stairs. <laughs> the tiger who came through a pint. <laughs> oh my! Like the one of the ones that I've been watching recently since since his passing, because uh, it's fucking everywhere. It's on TikTok. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. You can't get get, get away from the fact that Sean Locke's passed away. Um, is the bit where he goes, uh, uh, I, I, I was thinking I would do something like Jurassic Park. But what, what I would do is, I, w- I would bring all the, all the Nazis back all the time. Yeah, I think you can just stop there. <laughs> and then Jimmy Tree keeps trying to go, and he's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 we're, we're good. We're, we're, we're done there. That's Sean Locke's had a great career, everyone. It's over now. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'd put them on an island. Oh, you'd put them in paradise. In paradise, yeah. I was like, oh, Goebbels hasn't caught any fish today. (laughs) Hitler's going to be mad. I think my favourite clip of him is when Rachel puts on the Viking helmet and the beard. That's a difficult wank, wank." yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Challenging, but not impossible. Yeah. I'm going Genuinely to, a comedy genius. I'll take this moment to ensure that I'm still tapes. Oh, I am. Happy days. I don't trust this. Ah, <sighs> oh, yeah. So you are watching the New Hope comment, uh, New Hope commentary, everyone. <laughs> just... We're watching the commentary of a New Hope. Yep. We're w- no. They're watching us commentate on it. Well, oh, they're, right. Well, they're listening to us. Well, they're we're, listening. Fuck off. <laughs> you get they're the idea. A still image watching a movie. Yeah. Because there's no point, like, you know, you could just put a big deck and balls on the screen. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the whole point of this is, this has to be playing in the background as you watch Star Wars Episode Four. Yeah, exactly. you, like, we're an hour into this, you know what the story is by now. Do you think anybody actually does that, or do you think they just listen to the commentary? Uh, neither. <laughs> 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 I think, like, I think after they gave us a chance with the first commentary, they were just like, nah. <laughs> stuff for me so do you know what if, if you are genuinely listening to this right now while watching star wars even if you're not even if you're just listening to it write mcclunky in the comments <laughs> that's your challenge because there's bound to be one because i know like yeah. I, i've got some fucking like i'm not going to call them mental but they are kind of <laughs> mad for liking me 
But like, we, I have a couple of fans that are just like, oh my God, Stephen and Anthony are amazing. I'll watch anything that they do. So like, if I put a, yeah. a link to this on my like um, on my Facebook or on my YouTube yeah. community section, there's bound to be like one or two people that are like, oh my God, Stephen did a new thing. Let's watch. <laughs> oh, it's not with Anthony. Boo, dislike, bye, unsubscribe. <laughs> but if I put Doctor Who in the thumbnail. Yeah, if you put Doctor Who in the thumbnail. <laughs> basically if you take the episode 4 poster and just replace all the heads like with really shitty photoshop of like all the doctors people and like the and Luke Skywalker holding up the lightsaber replace that with the sonic screwdriver thousands <laughs> of views thousands of fucking views instead of a death star it's a giant TARDIS yeah no Gallifrey <laughs> I think the thumbnail I made was a picture of Luke and then it says my name is Earl Why? Because I thought it was funny. Okay. Yeah. Non sequitur. Why not? Well, because the, the prequels ones I did, it was all other sitcoms. Yeah. Like, um, first one was Three's Company and then Honeymooners. The Honeymooners yeah. And then it was two. Friends. Yeah. So I thought, why not? My name is Earl. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Actually, it's because I I was rewatching it a couple of weeks ago for whatever reason. Yeah, I was watching My Name Was Earl again. So it could, probably because it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, because I started watching it right after I finished The Last Man on Earth. Ah. Which I don't know if you've seen that. I take it you probably haven't. Uh, no, I don't know what it is to be honest. It's um. Do you know Will Forte? Um. No. He used to be on SNL. No? No. He's a comedian. Um, and it's... It's got, like, Mary Steenbergen and a few other actors. Oh, shit, it, really? Basically, yeah. Um, and it, the first season came out in 2015, and but it's set in the year 2020, and it opens with 2020, two years after the virus, and the virus has destroyed the entire population of the planet. Fuck off. Which is a little bit eerie. Um, and it, like it went for four seasons and they cancelled it, but it's quite funny actually. Oh shit! It's all on Disney Plus. So, oh, what's it called? Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Yeah, I'll just make a note of that. In my noty notes. There you go. So I'm gonna add a list. Now, um, what I'm rewatching at the moment is House. Ironically enough. Oh. I never got into that. Oh, it's great. I, I would highly recommend it. It's not on any streaming service I, that I have access to. I think it's on Amazon. I think it's on Paramount Plus, isn't it? Probably is, yeah. But I have no interest Let me check. in that fucking streaming service. Because the thing is, like, it, it's a universal produced show, but it aired on Fox. So I was hoping it would be on Disney Plus, but I think if it's an NBC Universal show... It'll probably go where, like, Parks and Recreation and all went. Yeah. Um, Paramount Plus has all of South Park on it. Makes sense, yeah, because that's Comedy Central. It's also got Spongebob on it. <laughs> oh, Christ, they own Nickelodeon now, too. Yeah. No, I've, I've been re-watching... CBS. I've been rewatching House the good old fashioned way with all my DVD box sets that I paid 
35 to 40 quid for whenever they were first released. I keep seeing an ad on my TV all the time about house on some streaming service, but now I can't remember what it is. It's probably on Australia Plus. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Australia Plus. <laughs> well, this says it's on Hulu, which means it should be on Disney Plus, but it's not. It's probably a a rights issue at the moment, like the because if Amazon Prime have it over here, it's what's happened with Buffy and Angel as well. Because um, oh, whenever Star was released here on Disney Plus in the UK, they had Buffy, but they didn't mm. have Angel. <laughs> Because you had to pay to watch Angel on Amazon Prime, but you didn't have to pay to watch oh. Buffy. So they clearly had a contract, and as soon as that contract was up, the rights then reverted back and they went on to Star. Right. So I'm guessing something yeah, this... similar with House. It actually is on an Australian-only streaming service. <laughs> what did I fucking say? It's on the Channel 9 app. That uh, is completely meaningless to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, f like, fuck everyone with your shitty streaming services. I'm watching my DVDs. It only has four episodes had... per DVD. I wish I... <laughs> I wish I had more DVDs. No, you really don't. <laughs> I don't There's something about physical copies. They're, they're genuinely worthless now, I've noticed. Because, like... I, I did the whole thing, I bought into it, I had my VHS tapes, and then I started going every week, whenever I was a kid, and I got my pocket money, even up to the point of getting, no, that's that's a filthy lie. No, no, it's not, it's not a filthy lie. <laughs> but, it, like, every week when I got my pocket money, I would take one tape, go uptown, go into, like, the, the music shop or whatever, pick up a DVD copy of it, pay for it, come home, take the VHS, throw it away, and just put the DVD <laughs> in the shelf where the VHS was. And it went on like this. Like, even through getting my first job, all the way through leaving school, I would just constantly take a tape and replace it with a DVD to the point where I could take my old tape player, throw it out, get it, and just have my DVD player. Which at one point was just my PS2, but then I got a dedicated DVD player. <laughs> and I was like, that's me, future proof lads, brilliant, happy days, Blu-ray. And it just fucked me. So I, I started doing the See, same thing. I, same shit. I fucking, <laughs> every week, took a DVD, went uptown, bought a Blu-ray copy of it, and replaced it on the shelf. And now, like, even if you look behind me and Anthony, whenever we're, we're doing the Doctor Who reactions, you'll see a big, like, bookcase that's filled with Blu-rays. And even they're yeah. completely fucking irrelevant now. Because half the shit <laughs> yeah. that I have on Blu-ray is available on fucking streaming services. I never got into blu-ray but i have plenty of dvds see i i was kind of spoiled because i bought a ps3 with my first pay packet from a new job i got which was for a, a media place um mm -hmm. uh, it was for a place called extra vision which was kind of ireland's version of blockbuster so whenever right. whenever i was working in there i i used to get discount on um like media stuff and, and TVs oh, and, yeah. and Playstations and that. So with my first pay packet, I bought a PS3 and that had a Blu-ray player built into it. So I remember one night, I my girlfriend at the time was going over to Scotland with her family. 
So she was like, will you be all right on your own over the weekend? And I was like, I think I'll fucking live, yeah. And she went, look, I'll, I'll go rent you some stuff. And she called me up from the shop and went, oh, um, the, the PSV you have that place, Blu-rays, doesn't it? And I went, yeah. This was like 2009, so it was like fucking, what, 12 years ago now? And I said, yeah, yeah, it does. So she says, all right, well, it's only a pound extra, but I'll rent you a load of Blu-rays. And I went, okay, cool. So she comes down to the house. She unpacks all the shopping uh, gives me a load of frozen pizzas. She knew me so well. Six pack of beer and that as well. And she went, okay, here's all the stuff that I've rented. So she gave me the Blu-ray of The Hurt Locker, which is the Jeremy Renner uh, Iraq War movie. Yeah, yeah. And I remember putting that in to watch it. And it's the first scene whenever the car bomb goes off. And you see like all the little individual grains of sand on the ground being blown apart in slow motion. And I was like, yeah, I kind of fucking love Blu-ray. Yeah. I never really noticed a difference that much. I I noticed a huge fucking difference. I no, I notice it now with better quality TVs. Yeah, but back on the shitty old TV I had. I See, that's the thing. I probably wouldn't have noticed had it not been for the fact that the TV that I had in my bedroom at the time, whenever I bought my PS3 and plugged it in, it didn't register it at all. It was that fucking old. And I was like, great, so I have to take the rest of my pay packet, go uptown and buy a new yeah. TV. So it's because I had like one of the, the latest 2009 model flat screens that I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, this, this actually makes a shitload of a difference. Even to the point now where I, I will say they've gone too far with 4K. You reckon? I think they've gone too far because movies need a little bit of that green and grit to them. Because yeah. I bought Ghostbusters on 4K. And I started watching it and I was like, I can't fucking watch this. There's something really, really fucked up about it. Unpleasant. Yeah, it's just... I can't put my finger on what it is if it's too clean. If it it's, loses the charm. Yeah, it's, it's too clean. It's too smooth. There's just... Like, you look at it and go... It's like, it's like looking at a zombie of a loved one. You know, like... Yeah. It's still them, but it's not... <laughs> like they're dead it's like it's like when you listen on to an album on vinyl like you get all the bumps and the the crackles yeah on the actual record and it adds something to it even though i'd probably rather listen to the music when it's perfect but yeah but there's something that gives it that nice little grime and grunge yeah. to it and if you play help backwards it reveals that paul mccartney died 40 years ago well there's that <laughs> <laughs> and funnily enough in a bizarre twist he was killed by Ener Munthna and Halakam Navis <laughs> <laughs> anyway Star Wars is on still yeah yes yeah, it's, it's great yeah, they're, now they're in the trash compactor with the Dianoga they're currently in the pit where Kathleen Kennedy gets all her ideas <laughs> oh sick burn Take that. The force is female. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you say, Kathleen. Uh-huh. Back to your office there, love. Off you go. Favreau and Floney have got do this. You think, do you think Kevin Feige had a heart attack the other day? Why? When the Spider-Man trailer... Oh, looked... yeah, yeah. I thought Kathleen Kennedy had done some fucked up shit at Marvel. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably. Part of me likes to. He's got the snipers. Part out. of me likes to think that it was done deliberately. Deliberate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the case. 
Because that shit looks like it was recorded months ago. Well, yeah, because the VFX was completely unfinished. Yeah, so, like, it's it's awful funny. It, it was released around the same time as yeah. the, the CinemaCon. Because, have you seen, like... It looks um, good, though. It looks fucking incredible, yeah. But, like, have you seen, like, all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, just as that CinemaCon presentation was happening, we got the, the, the copy of the trailer leaked, but we've also got leaked images of Alfred Molina, Andrew Garfield, yeah. um... Yeah. Toby Maguire and Willem Dafoe, like all that, and Jamie Fox. and Jamie Fox, and all that came out just within a day of the the CinemaCon yeah. thing. So I th- I think it's, it's deliberate. Sus. Yeah, it's highly sus. I um, I we both we both said when we watched Endgame and we did the podcast that we were kind of done with the MCU after that, but they keep fucking reeling us in. See. I'm I'm still firmly on the outside, but the one thing that did kind of yeah. tease me a little bit was Loki. Like Loki kind of drew me Loki, in a little. Yeah. Um, but like uh, WandaVision I thought was all right. I yeah, I didn't much disappointing at the end. Yeah, I didn't much care for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Loki I thoroughly enjoyed to the point that me and Anthony sat down and did our own podcast about it. Um, yeah. Black Widow I thought was eh fine yeah it was possible uh shang chi i'm actively excited for i think that movie looks fucking As great um like did you see the clip of the fight sequence that they they put out the other day yeah the fight in the bus yeah i was like oh my god marvel made a jackie chan movie this looks fucking class <laughs> yeah. like like the fucking movie does where he takes the jacket off and puts it back on again mid-fight like yeah. Yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. i'm fucking sold i can't wait to see this movie um so yeah, Shang-Chi's got me firmly back in. I'm watching What If at the moment. Episode 3 just dropped today as of recording this. Yeah. So f- Have you seen Yeah. It? So far... You did? So far only one episode has really had me invest in it, and that was the... Two. Yeah, episode 2. Yeah. Um, the, the Captain Carter one was kind of like, what the fuck is this? This is just like a really, really rushed. truncated version of the first Avenger, only with her instead yeah. of Steve. Uh, and that Hydra Stomper thing I thought was fantastically fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> the 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 T'Challa Star Lord was fucking excellent. Like I yeah. loved that from start to finish. The one that they did this week, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Yeah, I did. It's very similar to the Captain Carter one again. It's it's very yeah. it's better than the Captain Carter I think one. It's, it's more interesting, I think. Yeah, but it's still more of the same truncated oh here's all of phase one of of the marvel cinematic universe told within 30 minutes and oh but what if everyone was killed you know like and and that's kind of it yeah i did like the twist of who it was yeah but but again to get to that stage it was just like seen it seen it seen it seen it yeah seen it and it's not like it's even bad. Like the first episode and this last one aren't terrible. No, they're, like, they're still enjoyable, but they're not bad. But it's just that for a show that has such a, a wacky premise, yeah. I was expecting more of what they did in episode two and less of what they've done in episodes one and three. The ones I'm really interested in are the Marvel Zombies episode, which they, you know they'll fuck up somehow. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and the other one was the Dark Doctor Strange. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just, uh, I have no real hopes for it. 
Like that's I think that's why I was so surprised by the the episode the second episode. Yeah. But for the most part I'm just like eh. It's nice, you know, like the 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 animation style is lovely. It's a beautiful show to look at. I love that they do little things like they'll sneak the watcher into the background like in, in yeah, skylines those and look stuff. Great. Like that's a lovely little choice. But apart from that it's just the actual storytelling is kind of like eh. It's 3D characters on 2D backgrounds, right? I think so. Yeah. It, it's because yeah, that's what it looks like. It's almost like a, a great new hybrid. It's like a 2.5D. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not 2D. It's, yeah. not, it's not 2D. It's not 3D. <laughs> but um, it, whatever it is, it looks fucking beautiful. And yeah. it, it takes away that uncanny valley shit that you see in a lot of 3D animated features, especially TV shows. I like that they don't feel the need to make them look exactly like the actor as well. Yeah, like they, they can char- could characterize it. Yeah, they they're more caricatures than they are the actual characters. Yeah. Um, I take it maybe that's a, a almost to the point of being like a licensing thing. Yeah, where it's like the, I imagine like we don't want to pay Robert Downey Jr. for his image anymore. Exactly. Like we've already paid him a fucking small fortune, so. Yeah, just, uh, just go, oh yeah, this, this is Tony Stark. Doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. And your point is? <laughs> it's been a big week for nerdy shit. Yeah. Like, even on my end as well. It's like I, a... I have all that shit. Like, the Ghostbusters thing as well. And the new season mm-hmm. of BattleBots is currently filming in Las Vegas at the moment, too. Oh. So, like, like it was that this week. There was another week there a couple of weeks back where, like, all the, the Ghostbusters merch and shit got announced and, and there was loads of other shit. And I was yeah. like, my brain's going to burst. Like, I can't fucking handle all this in the one go. Like, especially after a year of nothing. Yeah. Just all this shit happening in the one week is just fucking insane. Do you think Hasbro did the right thing in showing those Plasma Series figures? <sighs> Well, yeah, they have to make money, but at the same time, it's like, yeah. I kind of wanted to see that in the movie. I, but I, it's also like, we all expected it. Yeah, but at the same time, we expected it, we didn't know what it was going to look like. Yeah. And now we know what it's going to look like. And it's kind of like, eh. It's, uh, it's lost a little bit of a cheating now. I'm still going to watch it. Like, uh, the, the first reviews from it that came out of that CinemaCon say that it's fucking spectacular. Like, and it's not one of those, oh, look at all the hacks creaming themselves because they got to see a movie earlier. Like, yeah. there are some people going like, be okay, like, it's a little bit too fast-paced in places and yada yada, but apart from that, it's fucking spectacular. Do you think they will dig up Harold Ramis's corpse and put him in a suit? Definitely. <laughs> I already know this because they've hired a guy who looks suspiciously like how Harold Ramis looked 30 years ago. Really? Yeah, I forget his name, but he's in the... Surely it would just be in flashback. Yeah, but um, from what I've heard, again, could be rumor, could be spoilers, I don't know. I, I imagine they will do this. Like, we will see a, a ghost Egon at one point. That would make sense. So I take it that's why they've hired this guy and they're just going to... Because he already looks so much like Harold Ramis, they're just going to touch up his face yeah. with a little bit of CGI just to, to really bring that home. Yeah, but the last time they did that, we got 
weird Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. See, the difference is what they're what they're trying to do here is they'll take someone who looks and this guy really fucking looks like Harold Ramis. Yeah. It almost looks like um do you know the little girl in the movie, um Mechanic yeah, yeah, Race. Yeah. Like how they like they've really, really made her up to look like a little girl version of Egon. Yeah. Like this guy just from walking around and living his best life, he looks like Egon Spangler, you know? So one, they're gonna do it like that. They're gonna touch his face up a little bit, you know, just change certain features in his in his jawline and that sort of thing. Uh, and then also he's going to be a ghost. So it won't matter if he looks a little bit off. It's just as long as he looks enough like Harold Ramis. Yeah. Hey, brother and sister just kissed each other. It's true. <laughs> you know what's amazing to me? There is still like 40 minutes of movie after this. This really does feel like a finale, doesn't it? Exactly. Like, why, why wasn't this the finale? Why didn't they sneak aboard the Death Star and set it to blow up, get the fuck out of there, and as the Falcon races off, boom too anticlimactic they needed a big space battle have the space battle happen at the same time the space battle is the distraction while they sneak aboard the death star to knock everything out this is all george lucas's fault yeah love those doors that are like he never has <laughs> double doors you know <laughs> <laughs> george lucas has never known what he was doing he's always just winged it Again, like it's very interesting. We were talking about Tarantino earlier with the whole um, like having influences from seventies and eighties B movies and that sort of thing. But with this one, it's clear that Lucas had that swords and sorcery type thing. Like, oh, oh like yeah. what if that, but in space? So he's written himself a bunch of scenes, and like there's a there's World War Two inspiration in all this as well with the X wings taking on the Tie Fighters and that. But like, it's all just a collection of shit. That he just wrote and he was like, okay, how do I get from this to this? Yeah. Sloppily. It amazes me that this hasn't been changed. I know they've changed the lightsaber you... colors and effects and stuff, but it, it amazes me that they haven't done, do you know like that fan edit where they have uh, Obi-Wan yeah. like jumping off the ceiling and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bouncing off Which... the walls? Sure, it looks good, but it would completely undermine the uh, the scene. Yeah. I mean, I like lightsaber battles like this. I love the one in Empire. I think yeah. I think that's probably my favorite lightsaber battle where it's just Vader toying with Luke the entire battle. But like I the one on on Bespin. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that one. I like the the one in Return of the Jedi feels a little bit more choreographed and it's like oh here's the start of it and by the time we get to the prequels it's just a dance you know it's a, it's a dance with fucking um glow sticks but i i like when there's i like when there's more emotion in fact i will say this the fight yeah. with um ray and kylo ren at the end of episode seven i would actually class above a lot of yeah. the lightsaber fights that we had in the prequels yeah because again it's it's choreographed, but it doesn't look like it's choreographed. It looks very raw and emotional. And and even this has it to an extent. And I know it's two old broken fuckers shaking light sticks at each other. But it's it's all in service of the story. It's not like, oh, um, the, the story has reached a point now where the two people must fight each other. So let's have a big dance with yeah. our glow sticks. Way Entire movie's on pause. But this, the plot's still going on. 
And that's the, the big difference between this and the, the, the prequel movies. Yeet. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a ghost this whole time. You know what my favourite thing about the Bespin fight is when Vader's lightsaber extends and it's really slow? Yeah. It's just, it's all about that fucking atmosphere, isn't yeah. it? It's so good. And it's such a well shot, like, the way that the lighting is used and smoke and... Yeah, and he's, he's almost like a silhouette of the devil himself just standing yeah. there with the blue background. And that has one of the best lines as well when he says, Obi-Wan has trained you well, but you are not a Jedi yet. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, hey, that's one of my best lines. Look, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an interview with Mark Hamill and when he and Harrison Ford watched the premiere of that movie, because obviously nobody knew about that still. And Vader says that and Harrison Ford leans over to Mark Hamill and says, you didn't say that was in the fucking movie. <laughs> That's how you avoid spoilers. And again, like it, it reminds yeah. me of one of my favorite fucking Simpsons jokes. Joe and Marge and Homer are dating and they have the flashback. And they come out of watching Empire where it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. believe that Luke Skywalker is Darth Vader's son. And everyone in the audience is in the queue waiting for the next one to go in. And it's like, yeah. oh, what? <laughs> Simpsons hasn't been the same in a long time. No, the Simpsons um, that that stopped now. That's that that that's long gone. Like their last episode aired really? in like uh, nineteen ninety eight, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like they they brought it back there again. Like what six months after the fact, but it wasn't right. the same as the original series. Well, they're shooting Indiana Jones four now. Five, would you believe? No, no, that, no, 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 they're no, acknowledging no. that the fourth one happened. <laughs> they're calling this one five. Why? Well, because we've got a good trilogy, and now they want to make a shit trilogy. They're, they're, it's the Lucasfilm classic, you see. You always make one good trilogy, <laughs> then you make a shit trilogy, and then you have the next trilogy where you kill off your main characters, per, each one per movie. Harrison Ford is not going to live long enough to make a sixth Indiana Jones film. I know, like let alone a seventh. And if it if he does, it'll he'll be in like a, an iron lung. No, see that's what they'll do, right? They'll make a sixth one where he's barely fucking in it and does nothing, and then in the seventh one, it'll be about Chris Pratt being a young adventurer. Yeah. And then halfway through the adventure, he's on like a pirate ship, and he bumps into Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones goes, "It's true." All of it. The Ark of the Covenant. I was going to say... <laughs> the Cup of the Christ. Aliens. The aliens. The the Nazi God or whatever the fuck's in this new movie. <laughs> it's all true. <laughs> Hitler, the resurrection of Hitler. Oh my God, frozen Hitler. Could you imagine? It's the frozen <laughs> corpse of Hitler. That's the MacGuffin in the new one. <laughs> now, didn't they try and do Soviets, though? Isn't Wasn't that for... Yeah, because it was set during the 50s and the, the Red Panic and all that shit. That's right. Yeah, so what the fuck's this one now? 70s? So again, it would still be Cold War. Because weren't they filming it in Scotland or in Ireland? They're filming in Scotland, yeah. They're filming just outside Edinburgh, yeah. I think it is. 
and like the because they were at a castle. There is Nazi shit yeah. in it, so I'm get I'm yeah because like you see in the behind the scenes photos like the 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 trucks and the trains yeah. things all have like yeah. the Nazi yeah, swastika yeah, yeah. on it. So I'm guessing that's a flashback. Maybe. It's not like Nazis don't exist today. So. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Learn yeah. from yeah. history. See, that's the trouble <laughs> with you fuckers these days. You're all too busy going, oh, the past was bad. Let's cancel people over the past and let's take down these statues of slave owners and all this shit and let's fucking throw history in the toilet. And it's like, history's not yours. History's the thing. And it happened. You can't change it. It's done. The reason why history is there and the reason why history is remembered is so that people learn to not make the same fucking mistakes that a bunch of stupid fuckers made years ago. That's the whole fucking point of it. History is only written by the winner. Yeah, but the winner can still be the fucking bad guy. That's why why you remember it and you remember everything that happened in it. Maybe the Nazis were right. I'm on the fence. <laughs> well, that's all right. We'll book you a one-way ticket to Nazi Island. And I'll bet you did not see that coming. Ah! Oh, he's got jokes tonight! Who do you think I am, Quicksilver? <laughs> Fucking Star Wars. How the fuck did he not dodge bullets? Oh, fuck it. Because the, the script said so. Like, that was bullshit in One Division. I know. Fucking Ralph, Ralph Boner. Boner. I know. Ate a dick. Just make him... Anyway. Star Wars. So they can't do that until like... Like, if they can only just redeem it after all this multiverse of madness shit. Yeah. And just be like, have a scene where um, Wanda meets that fox Quicksilver... And goes, oh no, you're just another fucking liar again or something. Like, no, no, no. I'm g- genuinely, I'm, I'm Quicksilver. Look, super speed. Wee. Maybe they'll retcon it eight years from now like they did with the Mandarin. Hey, maybe. Have you seen the images? I think it was from the last trailer that they released for Shang-Chi. And you can pretty clearly see Ben Kingsley in it. Really? Yeah. What trailer is it? Not to mention he was at... He was at the red carpet premiere as well. I hope he's in it. Even if it's just for like a little cameo. I'd say it's only a cameo, but... Like he's locked yeah, on he's got like... death row or something? No, I think he is living with the Mandarin and all the other people. Because he's got like long hair. Well, I suppose he had long hair before, but he's wearing like a gi and... Fair enough. I genuinely thought, like, because, uh, like, they did the little Marvel short where he was in prison yeah, and, like, the, the yeah, and then, like, the, the Mandarin guys, like, come in and kidnap him. And I was like, I, I wonder where the fuck that's going. So it's good to know he's in Chang Chase. Yeah. My favorite part of that short is when you find out that um, Justin Hammer has his own gay <laughs> <laughs> fuckboy. Yeah. I can't believe they're both in the same prison. <laughs> Is he coming back for Armor Wars? I hope so. I like him. I like I like Sam Rockwell. So it'd be nice yeah. to see him back. Because that's been why. I can't see Sam Rockwell and not see his character in the Green Mile. Yeah. I can't see Sam Rockwell and not see his character from the first Charlie's Angels movie. <laughs> 
Is he? In he's the bad guy in Charlie's Angels. Is yeah, he? he's the one that uh, Drew Barrymore like he, he shoots Drew Barrymore out of a window. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie all the way through. Well, there you go. That's that's one for your list. <laughs> but that's the one with um, Lucy Liu. And, yeah, and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I know I've seen part of it. Who plays... Um, what's his... Bosley? Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. That's right. I knew it was somebody like that. But and then, because Bill Murray's an awkward fuckhead... Uh, they had to replace him with Bernie Mac in the sequel. <laughs> and he's still called Bosley. So he wouldn't do Charlie's Angels 2, but he did Garfield 2. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't do Ghostbusters 3, but he would do Garfield 2. And Ghostbusters 4, apparently. Well. Does 2016 count as 3? No, no. Because it's like an alternate it, universe. it just doesn't count. <laughs> it's um, it, it's a fun Saturday Night Live parody of what a Ghostbusters movie should be. You know what sucks about that the most is that all of the actors in that movie I genuinely enjoy in other things. Yeah. Like Kristen Wiig is a great actor, so I, I think Melissa McCarthy is in a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, well, Kate McKinnon um, is great. We call that one Saint Bernard. That uh, Melissa McCarthy's in. I forget the name of it. The um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? St. Vincent. What's that? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, she's her. great in St. Vincent. But, see, that's the thing. Like, Because um, I was even thinking about that the other day with Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig's a phenomenal fucking actress. And she's funny, yeah. too. And it's just... Oh, yeah. I don't understand what the fuck happened with that movie. I think it's just... like That's what happens when there's way too many executives way too many people making poor decisions you wind up with something that's just like what the fuck this should have been 10 times the movie that it is is paul feig a competent writer no i'd say he's he's a decent enough director didn't he do freaks and geeks though? he did freaks and geeks but from a writing standpoint they're like kitty dippled was working with him kitty dippled has written some of my favorite fucking episodes of parks and recreation Paul Feig has directed some of my favorite episodes of Parks and Recreation. So, yeah. like, whenever I heard they were working on the script, I was like, okay, I'm a little bummed out that we're not getting a sequel to Ghostbusters, <laughs> but let's see where they go with it. And it was just, this is this is the worst thing he could have done. Like, the, like <laughs> Too many queef all the most obvious, basic, shitty jokes. It's like, this isn't Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters had a degree of wit to it. And that's what I was expecting. Like, like you have to be reserved and a little bit held back. This was a fucking live action cartoon. Yeah. How come the only fat guy in Star Wars, his name is Porkins? Because they hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he fucking explodes. Yeah. I can't believe that's fucking. Um, what do you call him? From the first Batman movie. Oh, the detective. Um, oh, fuck. I forget his name. Because he's like, you're full of shit, Nax. Yeah. Because that's not Grisham, because no, that's, that's the crime either. boss. I forget yeah. it's, it's the one that works with Gordon. Yeah, well, yeah. 
What the fuck is his name? That's the best Batman movie. Why can't I remember? I know. Yeah, full of shit. I don't like the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, I think it's alright. I think it's very, very overhyped. I think it's not Batman. (laughs) I don't know. Like, uh, I really enjoy Batman Begins. I think they're all good films. I don't think they're good Batman films. In what way? He's not really... Like... It's never about Batman. It's always about the villain. Couldn't that be said for the first one, though? With Michael Keaton? Because a lot of it is about the Joker and Jack Napier. I guess... And are, I guess are you, the main draw of Batman is the Rogues Gallery. I, I guess, like for, from what you, from your standpoint, what you're saying is that in the way that the the first movie was more about the Joker and Jack Nicholson, it kept the character of Batman more mysterious, uh, as more as the Dark Knight character. Whereas with the the Christopher Nolan movies, they have too much of an emphasis on Bruce Wayne over Batman. Yeah, I suppose that that would be because I I never get from it that because the, there's the um, the famous line in one of the comic books where Wonder Woman has her lasso of truth around Superman and she says, "Who are you?" and he goes, "I am Kal El of Krypton," and she says yeah. it to a couple of other heroes and then she puts the lasso on Batman and says, "Who are you?" and he goes, "I'm Batman." I am Batman. Yeah, yeah, because that is who he is. He is not Bruce Wayne. Bruce yeah. Wayne is a figment of everyone else's imagination. He's a character, you know. And whereas in this, to me, it always felt like this is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne dresses up like a bat. Yeah, like he's not Batman. He's not he the sleeps upside down. Yeah, he's not the world's greatest detective. That's a that's one of my main problems with all the Batman movies is that he doesn't really do a lot of detective stuff. No, do you know what they need? Like with with this uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, Robert Robot Bat or whatever the fuck it is that they're <laughs> calling him for. Uh, Thanks, Mister Sunday yeah. Movies, for that one. Um, yeah, but it's uh, what they need to do in the the, the Robert Pattinson one is they need to make it more like a Sherlock Holmes. Do you like the BBC yeah. Sherlock drama yeah, type yeah. thing where like. Like he's he's noticing little tiny clues and patterns and that sort of thing, yeah. and then he types it all into the bat computer. Oh, what does it mean? You know. And I think from the trailer, given that the Riddler character doesn't look particularly physically menacing, I'm going to assume that it is going to be a lot of that. Hopefully, I mean, we got a trailer for it at that CinemaCon thing there recently. But, but that... Yeah, from what I heard, though, it was, like, mostly behind-the-scenes stuff and, like, three seconds of new footage. Oh, it was a sizzle reel. Yeah, yeah. basically. Because I also heard, talking of beating dead horses, uh, we got a trailer for The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Which is a movie that I... I thought it was just the title. I forgot existed until... Uh... But it is coming out in December. It, it is, yeah. Like, it's, it's coming out um, <laughs> the week after Spider-Man, isn't it? Probably. So the week after Spider-Man I, or the week before? It's funny you mentioned that. I watched the first Matrix for the first time earlier in the week. Oh, yeah? I liked the first half of it a lot, but not so much the second half. That's fair. I feel like it got too much, just too much action. There wasn't, a, like, they kind of lost the story after that. 
Oh, you're you're gonna fucking love the sequels if that's the case. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch the sequels. <laughs> no, the the first Matrix I think is a great movie. Like just it's self-contained. Yeah, I think uh, like um, the way it ends with him flying off, it's like oh look, he broke the system. He achieved his goal. He 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 broke out of it, and he's completely free, and he can do whatever the fuck he likes now. The sequels are just a, a continuing gobbledygooks of shit. I think the concept is genius, the actual idea, um, with the whole the robots are harvesting their brain activity for electricity and yeah, it's um, it, it's utterly meaningless. Like in the real world, they're like that was <laughs> that yeah that like you you're better off just getting humans together to build gigantic batteries to feed you. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's it is yeah it's it's a really creative, really great visually engaging visually interesting movie um that has a very exciting and unique premise because i remember the first time mm. i saw it like i was i must have been like 10 maybe 11 at my cousin's house and they had it on it was a bit you know where trinity's running to the phone booth at the start and yep. like the truck is just about to hit she picks it up and she puts yeah. her hand on the glass and it just fades to white and i was like what the fuck is this like what what did i just watch a woman killed herself to answer a phone call <laughs> I also don't think the Wachowskis have made a very good film since. I'm not sure they have. I tried with Speed Racer right. actually recently. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is fucking ludicrous. Like this this is really going yeah. over my fucking head. What is happening? To be fair, I think the anime is probably the same. Yeah, but it's just, it's more the fact that, like, they're racing, and then without a proper transition, it's the, the older brother racing, and then it's back to Emil Hirsch racing, and then it's back to the guy from Lost racing, and then he crashes, and it's like, like, and it's just mental, and the way it's shot is just fucking nuts with all these cars drifting yeah. at a thousand miles an hour around a space, uh, a speed track from fucking Mario Kart. It's ballistic nonsense. Jupiter Ascending was... Oh, no, no. No, not even touching that one. <laughs> not even going near it. I only think... I'm pretty sure only one of them is working on Matrix 4. Yeah. I'd heard that. It's I don't remember which one. I think it's Lana. Lana. Yeah, yeah, it's Lana. That's something strange to think about. Like... They both independently realized that they were transgender. Yeah. As twins. Wait, no, they're not twins. One's older than the other. Uh, really? Yeah. Shit, I thought they were twins. Yeah, no, I thought I did too, but I'm pretty sure I googled it the other day and they're not. Well, fair enough. <laughs> it's up to them. It is remarkable that both of them decided to make that yeah. uh like reach that decision and do you know what fair play to them live your fucking best life that's what i say no one else is gonna let you yeah one's two years older than the other wow jesus for all these years i thought they were genuinely like twins yeah no i thought they were too but then a lot of people think the um, the little girls in The Shining are twins as well. 
They're not? No. I read the book. They're like 10 and 8. But in the movie, it's insinuated that they're twins, though, isn't it? Um, no, I'm pretty sure they're different heights. Are they? Because I watched The Shining there quite recently again. I'm pretty sure they're, they're different. I don't know. For me, kids all look exactly the same until they reach, like, what? <laughs> 12, 13, and then it's like, oh, you're a little mini-human, aren't you? And then it's like, oh, God, you're a yeah, fucking... Well, you're a human. Yeah, they start smoking and drinking. And yeah, and calling you a cunt. It's like, I have a little um, was... second cousin that's uh, slowly reaching that stage now where he's, he's starting to get a little bit of facial hair and stuff, and it's like, oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh god, here we go. I was buying you little Hot Wheels cars five months ago and like you're in my collection yeah. room playing with my little Millennium Falcon and now you're talking about going out and fucking bitches and shit. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck happened? <laughs> I was um watching George Carlin's Seven Dirty Words earlier. And now I can't get that out of my head and now I'm just thinking about twelve year olds going around saying Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, suck a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I mean, to be honest with you, I was like, I watched Cinemassacre's podcast there last night while going to bed, and they were talking about their their first swear word, and I genuinely can't remember what mine was, but I I I don't know when the trade off happened. I think it's when I discovered South Park. Because before right. before South Park, like, and I was about nine or ten, and I just I remember going like, oh, like I'm so like just being so naive as to what dirty things were, yeah. what sex was, any of this sort of shit. And then after discovering South Park, it was just like, well, I'm an adult now. <laughs> Did your parents swear when you were a kid? Oh, um, did they swear? Not when I was... I can't remember them saying anything when I was very young. But... Because mine did. I remember my dad chasing me with a hammer one day, saying, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> you little cunt. <laughs> oh my god. Now, th to be fair, my dad said cunt that much. <laughs> and I think this is just an Irish thing, but the word cunt has no meaning here. There's probably people yeah, in, no. in America watching this going, Oh my god, he said the devil's very evil word, No! Um, but I think Australia is kind of okay with it as well, where it's just like, oh, I think we're actually like, oh, you stupid. I think cunt. we're worse than you actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, <laughs> my dad would just, everyone was a cunt to the point where I didn't think cunt yeah. was a bad word. I thought cunt was like runt, you know, like the runt of the litter. Yeah. Cause it was always your little cunt. And I was like, oh, so I'm like the runt of the, like, there's the runt of the letter, <laughs> then there's the cunt of the letter, and I'm the cunt of the letter, so I'm the smallest, <laughs> most pathetic dog that came out of that other dog's vagina. That's what I am. I'm the cunt of the letter. And then it was like, years later, I think I used it in church one day, and like, people were like, get the fuck out! <laughs> It was either church or school, I said, like, um, I think someone said, like, okay, and who can tell me, like, who, what the smallest animal in a, in a litter is called? And I went, the cunt. <laughs> and I went, get the fuck out of the class, get the fuck out of the school, never return. 
Yeah, no, here, it's pretty much every sentence has a cunt in it. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. You dog cunt. How you doing, you fucking cunt? <laughs> oh, yeah, sick cunt. Don't, <laughs> don't do an impression of my accent, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets it right. Put another shrimp on the barbie, you fucking cunt. <laughs> That's not a cunt. <laughs> this is a cunt. <laughs> I mean, while we're all, we're over here going, "Ha, you charm me, pot of gold, you fucking cunt." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Do you even have rainbows over there, or is it just constantly? Oh rain? Jesus, it's just all rain. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Even today, where it's actually quite warm and sunny, it's still fucking raining. <laughs> There's rainbows fucking everywhere. You can't move for them. That's why all the gay people moved here. They were like, finally, a country that represents us. It's like, no, it's just miserable. And it's like, we know. We've had to suffer for years. <laughs> We've got some great gay bars over here now, though. It's it's beautiful. Right? We've we have one gay bar called the Kremlin, and it's actually way more popular than any straight bar. Or like any other type of yeah, bar. Know about the gay bars, I would know very fucking well about the gay bar. <laughs> because Camp Stephen comes out to play at the gay bars and you get bought free drinks all night. It's fucking great. <laughs> at the end of the night when they're like, oh, can I get your number? I'm like, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> and then they go, oh, he's straight. He used the C word. <laughs> You, you become a woman more and more every day. Oh, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Do you know what? Again, probably, like, if um, if I'd been born 10 years later, I probably would end up being trans. Or, there's, or there'd be... <laughs> or there would... No, I'm not even joking. Like, there probably would be something to, like, to describe what the fuck I would end up being. It's just the fact that when I was so young, I used to look at women and go, my God, women are gorgeous. And then I grew a deck and I was like, oh, God, I want to fuck that. But <laughs> I don't know where I'm going I think with the this. The word you're looking for is mentally challenged. Mentally challenged, yes, that is me. Mentally cunted, that is what I am as a person. But um, munted. But yeah, no. Apparently, I have a very fucking like like feminine side because like, I have friends who are girls, and they say to me like, you know, you 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 don't deny your feminine like your feminine side. And I was like, okay, so what does that mean? The man. Well, no, it's just like you're you're you can still be a rugged manly man, but you're not afraid to like show your emotions and shit. And, and I was like, OK, thanks. I don't understand this. I don't even know why I brought this up. But yeah. <laughs> the movie's almost. Fucking there right. we go. That's a nice distraction. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't get a medal. Because fuck Chewie! That's why. <laughs> Fucking walking carpet looking bastard. Is she wearing condoms bastard. as a necklace? Why not? Yeah. Uh, everyone's all excited and happy now. And it's over. Yeah, she's just wearing... Not to just jizz him. wearing old condom wrappers. You think that's bad? <laughs> C-3PO's hiding a raging <laughs> erection right now. <laughs> 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 Don't worry. Chewie gets his medal at the end of episode nine. <laughs> Yay. 
Yeah, I think um, if you didn't know anything about Star Wars before you watched this, by fuck we versed. <laughs> you are well versed in everything to do with this movie now. Yeah. Once again, we've torn apart every minute detail of the movie. Didn't waver in our knowledge once. Do you know, I think people will have a newfound appreciation for this movie now. I think uh, <laughs> there are universities all across the globe eager to open new classes, to d fully dissect exactly. this movie now, based on the absolute sage-like wisdom and advice that we have imparted throughout this commentary. Don't recommend Empire Strikes Back to me. Yeah. It's done the same. There's fucking Vader looking like a bastard. Yeah. And the Emperor. Right it would be amazing, actually, like just to see how short the end credits are on New Hope. You think there's a post-credit scene? <laughs> yeah, there is. It's just all the CGI that's left over. No, do you know what the post-credit scene should be? Utter silence, apart from a, a low howling wind, and it's just the corpses of Owen and Baru still burning. Oh, God. And then a little space dog comes up and pisses on them and fucks off, and it just ends. Because <laughs> I mean, they were clearly left there, burning to death, like burnt alive. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been fucking incredible when Ray comes back there at the end of episode 9. There's still fucking corpses just at the front of the building. And like that old bitch that walks past goes, there's no one's been here for years. And she's like putting burning bones into her bag. <laughs> That'll feed the womp rats tonight. But we know that the greatest part of this movie was McClunky. Are you kidding me? Of course it was. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Star Wars Episode 4 and you McClunky. <laughs> the McClunky Strikes Back. Yeah. Return of the McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> the McClunky Awakens. <laughs> the last McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because the next one was the Rise, Rise of the of McClunky. The yeah. <laughs> the Phantom McClunky. Attack of the McClunky. Revenge of the McClunky. No. No, I think two's McClunky of the McClunky clones. of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> McClunky, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Rogue McClunky. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars. Story. <laughs> it was definitely a fucking McClunky. Oh dear God! <laughs> the McClunky Wars. <laughs> We have too much fun talking about <laughs> the stuff that has nothing to do with the it. McClunky DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> the McClunky Batch. The bad McClunky. No, no, no. The McClunky Batch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shit writes itself. Uh, <laughs> what would you do with Kenobi? Kenobi McClunky. <laughs> Obi-Wan McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Anyway, the movie is... Well, the credits are still going, but who gives a shit? Yeah, fuck it, you meaningless blue scrolling text. My Disney Plus, despite the fact we just finished the film, says 94 minutes remain. The fuck? That doesn't make any sense, but... Mine says, well, what the fuck it. does that say? 
30 seconds remaining as of now. Oh. Well, there you go. Well, for the next thir- for yeah. the next 30 seconds, I'm going to sit here and promote all my shit. So, uh, <laughs> so do you like um, do you like toasters hitting each other at 100 miles an hour? Watch our review of the Drop Zone, where we cover BattleBots Season 6, which will be coming out in the next couple of months. Uh, Antwit Anarchy's just wrapped up. That's on Anthony's channel. Go watch that. We actually made a proper TV series this time, instead of just being lazy bastards. Um, yeah, and uh, we're still working our way through Series 3 of Doctor Who. We're filming Blink and Utopia tomorrow, if all goes well. So, reviews of those will be out soon. Um Family Blood review is done. It's just I uh, just need to add all the the clips and shit into it, and that'll be out hopefully by the weekend. Uh, yeah, so that's that, that's all my shit that I'm working on. Yay for me! Go watch my shit. All two of you that watch this, bye. <laughs> if you like big dicks and gaping assholes, you can subscribe to Stephen and Anthony's OnlyFans. Yes, you fucking can. <laughs> I'm pleased to it because they're taking all the porn off it very soon. So um, no, no. They recanted that earlier today. They said they're. Oh, did they? Oh, happy yeah. days. They still like money. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're 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 gonna go hardcore. We're gonna do some uh, German fart masking. Uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's gonna be a, a whole new thing. I don't want to know what that is. Um, what the fuck do you call it? Scheisen something. Scheiser. Sh- yeah, Scheiser porn. Yeah. <laughs> Equally as bad as German Dungeon. Porn. Indeed. Um, that's actually what we're working on the month after. So uh, please do subscribe to OnlyFans. It's only $130 per day. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we will use that money to uh, go see therapists and buy more toys. Both for the bedroom and for toy reviews. So there you go. Use McClunky discount 20%. <laughs> yep, you'll get 20% off if you use the word McClunky. You'll get 30% off. And McClunky is also their safe word. It is, actually, yeah. It used to be, oh, God, please, no, stop. But uh, it turns out <laughs> that just turns us on more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you try to stop when you've got a throbbing erection. I was like fucking C-3PO. <laughs> We'll see you when we do Empire. Well, here, whoa, 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 hang on a second. What's coming up with you? What's going on with you? Nothing. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm working on a video right now of... um. I don't know if you've seen the Fantastic Four cartoon from the 90s. I have, yes. I wanted to go through and watch all of the 90s Marvel cartoons and make videos on each of them, and so far I'm hating my life. Okay, fair I, I'm not enjoying Fantastic Four at all. Is that the one that ends? I, I, I can only remember the opening titles being like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's all I remember from the end titles of that. It's the fucking dumbest shit. Like, the first episode, the first two episodes are about how they got their powers, but the title sequence literally tells you how they got their powers in a yep. minute. It, it, anyway. Well, you have to remember in the 90s, we didn't give a shit about opening titles. <laughs> yeah we were off play- x-men had a great we, we were playing hacky sack while the, the opening titles were playing you know and then after you heard the music end you're like okay everyone sit the fuck down and start yeah now theme songs only last like three seconds yeah and then f that it's not even a theme song anymore it's just a noise yeah dun, dun. to be breaking 
Breaking Bad, <laughs> Breaking Bad had a good one. Yeah. And that's only like six seconds. True. Yeah, it's it's, it's how creative you be with them. But yeah, I I, I miss yeah. old opening titles and shit like that. Like I try putting opening titles in my videos, and people were just like, "Fuck is this?" <laughs> the point now, we're like for like even. <laughs> Like, to, like the the spoilerific reviews and stuff are fine, because I have a nice little thirty second open and title sequence that looks quite engaging and stuff. Same with the drop zone, where I basically just ripped off Top Gear's opening titles, but instead of cars, it's robots hitting each other. Um, and then the the toy reviews are the only one that I refuse to do an open and title sequence for, mainly because um, like you can't. Well, I did. I I actually had open on titles that lasted 30 seconds for the toy reviews, but most people are just like I just want to see him play with the oh, toy. That's right. So, now it's just cuz it was you had the Ramin Jawadi song at the start. Yeah. I still have it now, which now you just have at the end. Uh, well, I still have it for the whenever the the axe and the box logo comes in. Yeah. But um now I'm doing the top gear thing. Where, like, I'll have, like, you know, all these cool, sexy right. slow-mo shots with, yeah. like, vape smoke and all behind them. And then once that fades out, the Ramen Jawadi song comes in and it goes, Neow, and then it's like, this is the thing I'm reviewing. And then, boom, straight into the packaging. Mainly because so many people gave me shit for going, like, why the fuck do you have opening titles? And I was like, I just think they're neat. <laughs> yeah, because I can't. Yeah, I like opening titles. It sets the tone. When you buy this YouTube channel from me, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I've actually had offers. Yeah, really? like even recently, I had someone going like, "Like, how much do you want for your channel?" And I was like, I, I, "It's not for sale." And it was like, "I'll give you this amount of money." And I was like, "It might be for sale." <laughs> <laughs> Just sell them the old channel. No, I like the old channel. I like keeping it around. I recently reopened it again there in the past year, I think it was, because I was just like. I, can't be fucked just having it sitting about so i'll just be like okay well here's the archive here's all the old shit that i used to do what did you just private all the videos yeah i just privated everything and just kind of left it be because youtube fucked me over royally with it so um was i can't was that because you used copyrighted sand like music or was it no else? it was doctor who so um basically mm. i would use clips from doctor who episodes whenever i was doing the review Oh, which right. was all perfectly legal and above board i'll have you know yeah. um but the bbc were just like no fuck you like they even did it recently to me on the the patreon yeah. channel yeah where um uh we'd done the reaction to human nature night there's no like i literally don't copy the episode at any point now it's literally just me and anthony on the sofa yeah. and it's playing on the tv it was playing slightly above the recommended decibel levels for copyright yep and immediately BBC were like, this contains audio from this episode. Who have blocked yeah. it worldwide and fuck you. I think, at least on YouTube, I've had that happen once. And I put in a, a p appeal for it and they pretty much fixed it immediately. Because it was like 10 seconds of barely audible fucking music. Man, it's, it's yeah. just such it's it's bullshit the way YouTube's went. Like I used And you've had what, two two copyright claims in the last three months or something? Yeah, and that wasn't even for Doctor Who, that was all over BattleBots. Yeah. But fortunately I know the guy that runs BattleBots and he's a very lovely man right. and uh <laughs> he enjoys our videos, so he was immediately he got on to Discovery and he was just like, Yeah, yeah. this this doesn't qualify as copyright infringement. Can you can you let these fuckers go? It's literally under terms of yeah. this. 
And even still, though, even though you know that you're right, and you put up a post about it saying, like, this is fucking ridiculous now, the way YouTube's getting on, and the way that, uh, like, private companies can be allowed to abuse YouTube's takedown system like this. People will still fight you tooth and nail in the comments about it and go, oh, well, you, you don't know what copyright law is. And it's like, mate, yeah. I've been fighting this shit since I was, what, 20, 21? I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <coughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, so... Anyway, <laughs> this video is over now. It, it is. <laughs> so when we do Empire, which hopefully before the end of the year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Maybe we can finish out the original trilogy before the end of the year, even. That would be good. That would be good. I'd, I'd enjoy yeah. that. And then we can... Do we even bother with this? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? We've started, so we'll finish. <laughs> I, was th I was thinking yeah. about that, too, where I was just like... Star Wars is a weird old duck, isn't it? Like, where it starts off with episode one, and you're like, oh, fuck. And, oh, there's no, yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. and then you go, yay, I made it to episode four. Awesome, episode five. Yeah. Yay, episode... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Back yeah. down again. It like it's, it's the perfect mountain, isn't it? Where it's like, you get to the peak, and it's like Empire, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so good. I have to go all the way back down again. Now you're right back to where I fucking started. I don't think the sequels are as bad as the prequels. Yeah, it's just more... They're far more competent. They're competent, but pointless. They, they, yeah. they add nothing. But let's be honest, even if Disney hadn't bought Lucasfilm, they would have been made anyway. Yeah, and they probably would have been pretty much exactly like the Weird. prequels. They, yeah. they, they, would have, they yeah. would have added a lot, but they would have been just dumb as a box of fucking rocks. Which is what I will call the viewers at the start of the next video. There you go. You were box of fucking just call rocks. them a bunch of fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, fuck sticks. This is the end of this video. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations uh, on wasting your precious, precious time on us, you <laughs> fuckholes. You just waited, wa waited, wasted like two and a quarter hours on this. No, show. you just. When you could have just watched a new You hope. just waited for us to say something meaningful. You <laughs> stupid <laughs> bastards. <laughs> we'll see you for the next one. Mark Lunkey. I'm hitting stop now. <laughs>